My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable And I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat his children Hi and welcome to Beyond the Ropes, it's Michael here. I'm joined by David and Sean today. We're in the studio on our own, boys. We've got no guests today. We don't even have Dwight. I've obviously wound Dwight up. <laughs> he hates me. Wound him up a treat. Yeah, he's avoiding me. <laughs> he came back all the way from Cambodia and you gave him some stick. Oh, wow. Wow. Right, so boys, we have got... I, I was going to say a packed show, but when you, when you haven't got an end on the show like we could talk for hours and mm. no one would stop us so True. it doesn't necessarily have to be packed but we're going to try and condense it into the hour like we always do <clears throat> so we'll, we'll start off with some questions we put the questions that, uh, we put it out to our Twitter followers that we would take some questions like we used to do we haven't done this for quite a while actually and we actually got quite a few back in I was quite shocked I was, I'm a bit worried that I think people are actually starting to listen to us now <laughs> so I'm going to have to watch could what we, I say could we be when making we, sense when we go to these boxing things we have to be careful because people might really nice about everyone they might have heard of us now possibly I'm not I'm not, I'm not counting my chickens just yet <laughs> right okay so first one this is from uh, Martin at New Age Boxing oh them lot oh, <laughs> you love it you love it and it's uh, if the uh, World Boxing Super Series carries on with the same momentum as it started in three years' time, do you think there's a chance that the tournament becomes more prestigious than world titles? Just before I start that, Martin's making great use of the 240 characters on Twitter. <laughs> no abbreviations, plenty <laughs> of grammar. Perfect. Spaces like, after his listen, commas. Listen, listen, Eubank Senior is going to have a field day. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> I digress anyway. So I think we've already touched on this a couple of times before previously. We want to see more. We do. We want to see all the all the white classes doing this. Not really the question though, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, but if we talked about it that we want to see more of it and more of it and more of it, then this is gonna be yes. <laughs> I reckon it will be more interesting or more prestigious than a world title, but because all of the title are gonna be well at the end of the day you're going to be thinking oh, you know when someone says who's the, the Adam Trophy <laughs> well at the, end, at the end of the day it's not but you know if the outcome is this Ali Trophy then you're going to be saying he's you know this is the pin of pit well, this fella's or woman because they might you know do a woman's one but whatever the pinnacle of his division the Katie Taylor Trophy that's what I'll be yeah it could be yeah but yeah like the, the pinnacle of his division yeah and you can't argue with that if he's done this if they do this for every weight class it is going to be the maybe for because they're not going to do it every year oh sorry every weight division is going to do it every year but that year you're going to focus on a certain weight and that year you're only going to be looking at thinking like this he's going to win this Ali trophy that's the biggest thing this year for that division so yes I reckon it will be for whatever year they do a certain weight class yeah that's going to be the most prestigious thing in that weight class for all the others I think it would be world title world title because they're not going to do the world series every year in for the same every weight thing. class <coughs> yeah I think you've hit the nail on the head there Thanks. I don't know I think he hammered around the nail yeah. I smashed, <laughs> smashed the wall first 
<laughs> and then got to the nail. Those tw- extra but, Twitter characters have actually got into your answers. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> David's allowed 240 words. Start again. Yes. Is it more prestigious? Yes or no, David? Yes. Thank you. Right, it will go. be. That is it. Thank you. Go on, Sean. Uh, I agree. Um, I think it's kind of like an alternative to a one belt mm. solution. Do you know, it's like one state solution in Israel or whatever. It's like oh, one belt. Getting political. Yeah. Jeez. Damn. But it is like that, isn't it? It's like that's kind of everyone wants there to be one belt in each division, and this is an alternative to belts altogether. It's just going to be a trophy. But I'm not. I think we've spoken about how it could work in terms of someone becoming the Ali Trophy winner, mm. say this year. How does that then affect? The, they have to do the tournament every weight division every year continuously for it to, yeah. be, to reach that level of prestige because otherwise you can't just win it once and then be the champion forever for, for four years yeah, or something like yeah. you've got to give someone else the chance to <laughs> like win the world cup and you can't just get someone who's like eighth in the world fighting number one in the world mm. really it's got to be a tournament every year for it to make sense but I think that's more fan friendly but you've got to kind of have playoff situations yeah, below it as well to get into it jig it every year so it's kind of like you you're in a situation where for that period that the tournament's on it probably will trump all like the belts because assuming be, that the belts are involved in the yeah, tournament because if they're not saying. then oh, it would be crap if you had like the, mean anything yeah it would be crap if you had like the, the 20th to the 10th ranked fighters doing it you, you have to have at least one or two um, title holders from on each side of it because you want at the end of the day you want as part from the Ali Trophy and the, the recognition of being the best, that you also want to come away with at least one or two world titles. So I, I think you'll see fighters like like I think De Gale now probably won't ever admit it, but you can tell he's probably gutted he's not in it. Mm. Um, and I think you'll get to a tipping point where the governing bodies will try and resist by having their champions not be part of it because they won't want to add to their momentum, but. The fighters themselves will probably it might get to a stage where they'd rather vacate their belts and be in the tournament because well, if the best people are going to be in it, then it if the best people are going to be in it and the money is yeah. going to be there from that's, what that's what's going to that's going to be I mean there's a 50 million is it a 50 million pot pot for this one that's the first one yeah and obviously they, they've said well not said but it's quite well known they're going to take quite a big loss on it kind they've of struggled on the, with TV yeah TV on the, they, on the kind of provisio that, that in the future they know they're going to make money back on this. this yeah if this does well which it to be honest it has and let's be honest say next year they want to do the the welterweights oh. if they can get those the, the big boys involved yeah which would be difficult obviously it's a welterweights are quite predominantly like US based mm-hmm. fighters at the minute the, the top fighters that would be that would be amazing can you imagine having eight top welterweights tied <laughs> up to each other for, for a year mm-hmm. and you Two, two, three big fights, and the thing is, for, for that, the fifty million prize pot won't be enough. No, but so that's when, the t- and the, but the TV deals will come in for that. Yeah, Sky oh, yeah. will want to know about that. Yeah, of course. All what of what I like about it as well is I, I was. Wondering. There are other channels as well. I'm not. I'm not yeah. sucking Sky's. <laughs> I just want to say uh, antenna. But I was sort of wondering whether or not anybody who's in the World Boxing Super Series, if they get eliminated. Can you fight someone else while that's still ongoing? But obviously, Scotland is. Yes, yeah, I was about yeah, to say that. Yeah, good, good, so so in the welterweight division, looking at the eight, if you've got the best eight, after the first fights, you're going to get two or three like really good fighters. Mm. 
so there will be other good fights around for the odd belt if it's not looking if it's not yeah. around outside the tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, th- I think it's a it's an amazing. I think it's the future. Really. If you if they do keep that sort of format, where like you said, if you can drop out and fight again, you, you don't you know you don't have to go uh, dormant while the tournament's on. You can carry on with your career right. You're out. There's your whatever jackpot you got. Whatever, jog it on next fight brilliant but one thing I'm gonna uh, one thing I would say is I can't see it happening with the heavyweights there's too much money in people like Anthony Joshua yeah to be involved in this it's the same way if it was the weights five years ago you wouldn't have been able to get Floyd Mayweather involved in this no way because his events his minimum, on his own his minimum fight way outsell yeah. this whole event but at the same time I get that but it's not necessarily a bad thing to have these you want to have the best people in it but I don't mind having the top creme de la creme out because I want to have people in the, in this tournament that are happy to fight they want to fight each other they want to mm. just get the best fights made mm. and I'm not saying that's not necessarily someone like Anthony Joshua but I don't think necessarily His the team, team behind the Anthony teams, Joshua yeah. would be very happy with him being in a tournament with mm. Dylan White with mm. Deontay well, Wilder and these people where they don't have the control over how these fights are going to be set up where they're going to be necessarily and all that sort of stuff there's a lot of stipulations that they're not in control of is that also because he's he's more of a brand than the others? Like he is he is sort of let's not say Mayweather, but he is Mayweather esque where he's starting to branch out and be definitely because I think when you know, in this money I think maker. they were talking about with Chris Eubank Jr. that like the prize money sort of checks are all set, so it's like you get mm. X amount for this quarter final, yeah. X amount for this semi final, like a tennis tournament. Yes, yeah, so and if you win, yeah. if you win your fight, this is the paycheck you get. If you lose, this is what you get. Mm. They're not going to want to put the top top people in that because he's going to outsell everybody. You're going to put Joshua in with, I don't know, someone. I'm not even going to put a name to it. Just mm. your average British champ, and they're going to take what like a 60-40 split or a 70-30. I don't think so. It's not going to happen. On the other hand, I can see them doing a heavyweight one for that exact reason because Anthony Joshua is probably the only one in the world that I could think of who probably wouldn't want to be in it yeah. financially. Well, Which means if he's out of it, I don't think any of the Parker, him. Parker Wilder. doesn't sell big man. He doesn't, but he wouldn't risk being in that tournament to lose against someone where he's going to make, let's say, 200 grand, considering he could make, I don't know, 9 million fighting Wilder or Joshua. You know but what I mean? It's I win win I can't for the fans, though, isn't it? Because yeah. Yeah, but they're not going to do it for the fight fans. Each other. Yeah, no, but they will because they'll be left outside the tournament and they'll have no option but to fight them amongst themselves anyway. And he'll still be fighting those same people. But yeah, but then building up for probably a bigger paycheck if he just has demolishes the lower, well, the not so good fighters that are left out there. It's an interesting point. Mm. I I think with people like Parker, I think Parker, I'm not too critical of him, but I feel like he's kind of peaked already. I think he's had his his best moment. Mm. For me now, he's at the situation where someone like Charles Martin was, and it's going to be a case of. Who's going to pay the most to take this belt from him? Yeah, and it's going to be like happens, we're going to offer you yeah. five million dollars yeah. or five million pounds to take this fight, whether that be Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder, David Hay. Mm. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll get a big paycheck, and he won't take a fight that he thinks he's going to lose. Of course not. He'll just take the biggest paycheck because there is the possibility in heavyweights that you'll lose. I mean, they're talking about him fighting Lucas Brown at the minute, and I'm not being disrespectful. Uh, there was rumours it was done. But yeah, this is this. That'd be big where they where they are. 
that's a yeah, that's a, that's a southern hemisphere fight. That's for them down there. Yeah. That's that's amazing. That's mm-hmm. like when we have two. That's a domestic terror, mm-hmm. basically. That's a, that's a well, I wouldn't say it's on the scale of Dillian White, but for two names down on the southern hemisphere, that's yeah, that's the two names, isn't it? But not for everyone else. Mm. I really hope it catches on. This is what we all hoped for, you know, with the Super Six when that first came out. Mm. We were like this because they mm. genuinely did have the best of the best involved. Yeah, and Glenn it Johnson. Just, Hey, twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eliminated and came back. Can't get out. Yeah. But um, obviously that just didn't it didn't work out in the end. But the format for this seems so set in stone, so concrete. That, like yeah. The negotiations seem to be going really well from what you see and what you read and whatnot. Mm. And how they set these fights up. There doesn't seem to be too much drama about when they're going to be, where they're going to be. Nothing gets dragged out because it can't be. They've got set like yeah. kind of times when they have to get these fights done. Yeah. Like you said, I think... I think this is the future of it. If you want not necessarily the biggest, best fights, this might not work for you. But you want it whipped down. You, and, <laughs> but you will see consistently good fights mm, yeah. from some of the best fighters. Mm. And ultimately, that's what we want. I, like we said before, and uh, we always use Joshua as an example, but we see him all the time turn up and bowl someone over pretty mm. easily. Mm-hmm. It's a big spectacle. It's a big event. I'd much rather watch Derek Chisora. Maybe not the best name mm. to pull out, but turn up he's in a tournament with seven other guys mm. who are well matched with him and I'm yeah, going to yeah. see I'm going to see five or six good fights I'm going to see a few crappy ones yeah, yeah, yeah. but I would much rather be involved in watching that sort competitive of competitive fight yeah. exactly yeah than just the geezer getting beaten up which is where we're at with a lot of shows that we see at the minute where we're, we're at with a lot of the heavyweight uh, world titleists yep which is a shame let's make it happen <laughs> Boy I like that question. Thanks you know, you know Amir Khan is going to be in the welterweight one. Hey, he's, yeah, he's, fun, he'll be yeah. in the welterweight, like middle, middle. He's if Joshua's in, he's in heavy. He might even go there. Yeah, they might still have beef. You don't know. It wasn't me. All right, yeah. Thanks for that question, Martin. We, uh, I think right. we'll definitely be touching on that again as well because we're oh, gonna, without a doubt, yeah. Especially as we get to the closing stages of these these tournaments. We'll Starting next year is just it's going to get even bigger and bigger and bigger with this Eubank Groves thing. So, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when Eubank wins it. Just gonna throw it out there now. Disqualification. It will count. Daddy gets involved. <laughs> Comes in with a chair. <laughs> Alright. Just Cheers sits that, in the middle of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> sleeveless waistcoat on. Oh, with the police badge. sleeveless. What am I he comes in with a trunction. Just has it. This is a different film you're talking about. Alright, <laughs> 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 cheers, Martin. Right, we've got one from me here from uh, Jesse Jet. And it's if Josh Taylor beats uh, Vasquez. Did you say it, Vasquez? Yeah. Yeah, Now, who should he fight next? Should he fight Broner? And then should he stay with Cyclone? So we'll we'll go over obviously one by one. So uh, who should who should what level fight is this? First off, you mean you don't know? No, Sean. What 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 sort of level fight? What sort of level? You're going to. I'm working with amateurs here. I can't take what the sort of level switched on to the um, I think he was a former world title challenger, wasn't he? I'm gonna say yes. Okay. Sounds Someone like can it. prove me wrong. So Josh Taylor is it. what ex Olympian beat O'Hara Davis comfortably. We're gonna actually have to do this. What, Broner. I wish you wouldn't ask questions you don't actually know the answer to. No, that's why I was asking questions. No, this is on, on this subject about eliminators, final eliminators. What is an eliminator? 
Well, <laughs> I don't know, because they change quite rapidly now, don't yeah. they? Yeah, it's, well, like, it's like if I get a final eliminator, if you win that, you're like mandatory, presumably, right? Or number one. You've got to be mandatory, yeah. But what's an eliminator? That's just a fight, it's isn't it? like maybe turn three versus... Well, it doesn't really make a lot of sense because didn't wasn't uh, Dylan White's last fight wasn't it like a, the WBC silver to be the eliminator for Wilder's title so but now they've installed no, but is that, that was that supposed to be the final eliminator or just I think it was the final eliminator and now they've installed Ortiz back as the mandatory so it's it doesn't really make a lot of sense it's, it's nonsense he served his time it's fine oh fuck off Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's so old because like time just passes a lot yeah. quicker for him than everybody else. So he came and he went, I already did a ban. I was banned for six years. Yeah. Look. I was yeah, banned you, for 30 years before I started boxing. He's like, yeah, you look like you have. I'm so bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm so bad. Right. Yeah, right, I'm, so anyway, so who does Heat fight next? This next fight is uh, for the WBC Silver Super Lightweight title. Okay. And the question was, who should does he fight, he fight after? That's... Presuming he wins, um, yeah. Um, well, it could. Who's the, who's the current holder of the WBC then? Title. If this is the silver, because this is this is where we're going. If it's if it's um, <clears throat> I suppose an eliminator to be number one, <laughs> or mandatory, or an eliminator to be the yeah. next eliminator. Um, this is it. I, I have no idea. I, I would presume he fights either another eliminator or yeah. the title holder. Um, That'd be my guess. His title holder is. Oh, that's unfortunate. What are you doing? It's super lightweight. Somebody's at home or in the car listening to this, screaming at their. Is this Terence Crawford right still? Was yeah, he's at one forty, isn't he? It's Mikey Garcia. Is it? Yep. Is it 135, no? I've just, I'm just looking at... Uh, did I say super lightweight? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to have to edit this whole section out because we're... Yeah, Terence Crawford. Yeah, so he doesn't really want to fight Terence Crawford next, does he? Let's be honest. Nope. Does anyone, really? No, no, no. No. So um, you, don't. you just let Terence Crawford move up, didn't you? Like, Go on, mate. Well, let, let him go. You, you look, the, you're looking too skinny. Yeah, just, you just crack on, mate. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till you're done, and then I'll have a final eliminator for the number one. Would I like to see him fight Broner? Um, no, I'm bored of Broner. Broner hasn't done anything for me. But it's a, in God knows how many. Okay, years. so he fight, fights Josh Taylor. What happens then? Josh Taylor goes for the title. Hopefully, Terence Crawford's gone. No, if he fights Broner, Josh he beat, Taylor. He beats Broner. Really? Now, right, that so, is a bold statement. So, why would you not want him to I don't do it? Think Bro- I genuinely don't think Broner's that great. Four weight world champion at 22, 23. Yeah, so all well and good, but once he's come up against a proper fighter, he's lost every time. Mm. I'll give, I'll every, give it that. Every time. So. Right, so Josh Taylor, right, he's. So, hold on. So, so if, you're, if you're thinking he beats Broner, mm. why would. Surely that's a great name to get on his record, then, isn't it? Four-weight world title holder. Because right. uh, I don't think he's ready yeah, for world okay, title. Fair enough. He's not. Okay. And I'll tell you what, the rankings are right in a minute. Let's stick to the question. That was the question, wasn't it? Yeah, who would he fight yeah. next, right? Should it be Broner? Should it be Broner? Yes. Me? Yes. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say yeah, then. I think that's... All right, yeah. If All you're confident, you The way you put it there, fair enough. You want a name, you want a big name, and... 
Yeah, all right, fair enough. Broner is a name. I'm not as confident as you that he beats Broner. I, I just think... I, I just think... Broner at 140, fair enough, he's not... But 135 is... It's different, man. Broner knows what he's doing down there. And he yeah. hits people and they get hurt. I don't know. I just... I just I'm going off the last... Three years. <laughs> yeah, maybe three or four fights that... I've not been impressed with him once and mm-hmm. he's been beaten and bullied and beaten mm-hmm. so yeah why and not sh- why sh- not give it to the guy who's looked good Josh Taylor's win over O'Hara Davis doesn't make him better than Broner though no but his, his skills alone are what better than Broner's skills on their day you can, I don't know Broner hasn't shown up in, you know he hasn't For he hasn't shown up in a long time and for whatever reasons that is, I don't know whether it's he's actually just not that good mm. when he steps up to that sort of level. I don't know, but I haven't been impressed, and I think it is a winnable fight for for Taylor if if you know he has to get through this Vasquez fight. And let's be honest, his boxing he could look terrible against Vasquez, and this could be yeah. a fight that doesn't even happen. But yeah, for me, I think he, if he does get through. And he does have a chance at fighting someone. Broner maybe is a, a good shout because he's a name. Um, I'll definitely stay clear of uh, trying to get the mandatory position <laughs> if I was him. Well, the names at the top of that division are, are pretty <laughs> solid to be fair. You've got Terence Crawford, Mikey Garcia, <clears throat> Julius Indongo, Broner, John Molina. These are solid, solid fighters yeah. up there. Look, Broner, Indongo, Molina fine fair game go for any of them at the moment I don't think many people can get near the Garcia's and no, Crawford's right. of this world so super fight for them too but for the rest of them it's it's a, yeah. it's a case of just seeing who's the best out of the, the next level down and, so that, and that's still a good idea. shout then yeah it's a very good shout after thinking about it I'm being told <laughs> it's like being at home yeah, it is, it is. <laughs> I've thought about it and I've decided to do what you told me yeah well done yeah. you <laughs> um, right we've got one question left and it's about Haymaker Ringstar so I think we'll we'll do this question and then we'll go into our interview for this week Sweet. and then when we come back from the interview I think we just talk pure heavyweights yeah because there's a, there's a lot to cover mm-hmm. and it's all hotting up again mm. maybe yeah maybe it might not necessarily in the rings hotting up just yet yeah. yeah but in terms of stuff to talk about it's getting it's, it's kind of where we were at this point last year where we were buzzing so yeah, yeah there's all these names around again yeah we're, we're kind of getting back to that situation so the question is will Haymaker Ringstar go back to the Indigo after the negative feedback I don't think they will. It depends if they signed up for it. It's a good answer. They I might have no choice. I think by then, though, that by the time they do their next show, the Hey Belly card would have happened. Joe Joyce is going to probably have beat Tom Little. Mm-hmm. And Pope. it could be that the British title fight is either on the next Haymaker Ringstar card or maybe it might have already happened by then. So we I, know I think it needs a bigger venue. When is the Joyce... Little fight, seventeenth of December. So it is on the. Yeah. It is it on is that definitely card. on that card. Yeah. Okay. Well then, that's only going to be good for the the haymaker 
um, boys really is it isn't it they're going to get a lot of um, mm. TV time in the build up yeah, and on a massive platform over here in Sky um, so yeah you know for them they might have got a little bit of negative feedback this time but once they've had a bit of a exposure the O2 Indigo might be rampacked you know, people more interested in them and it could be well it's like I said to to everybody last time like, so I was actually there and it mm. wasn't the greatest venue mm. but it was a, it was a good night and mm. I think the problem that they have there is that because the bar is right next to I don't know if I said this on the pod before the bar is, at the, is, back, is at the back of the room and your view from the bar is exactly the same as it would be from your seat mm. so no one really sat in their seats they just sat or just stood by the bar had a drink chat with their mates it was kind of like how I imagine you know people used to go to like nightclubs and they'd have a boxing ring in the middle back and I, I've got it in my head it's like in like the 50s or something I don't, I don't know people are wearing tuxedos in this imagination I've got going on now <laughs> but it's like one of them sort of things people standing around and having a drink mm. chatting away with their mates looking over there's some decent boxing on especially for the undercard that wasn't stacked with names that people would have known yeah. mm. it was background entertainment and then when the main fights came on the seats filled up quite nicely and it, it looked decent in there mm. I don't necessarily not to go against what I said about it before like I said, I enjoyed the evening. My only criticism from a boxing fan's perspective was that my seat was lower than the ring. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't, I didn't have a, comp- a comprehensive look at what was going on. Right. That was my only negative, I would say, in terms of the venue. There were plenty of people there. Every seat, in the, and again, every seat in the house is good mm-hmm. to an extent that you can see clearly what's going on mm. you just the downside is that you're below the ring mm-hmm. if you're in the balconies at the top as I said they're the cheap seats as well like you, you paid the 30 quid for those seats you had the best seat you could imagine mm. it's like when you're playing FIFA and you through, move really. that camera to the right <laughs> so I'm like six feet above the pitch that that was the angle you had it was brilliant mm. but um, I think like Sean said I think see with the way they're going to progress they're probably going to have to move to somewhere bigger mm. not because they've sold out the venue that time which I think they said they had and arguably they could have mm. because like I said there was a lot of people in there it was easy to get to your seat when you were walking down your row mm. but trying to get through the people to get to your seats was very difficult mm. but obviously when you were watching it on TV you couldn't see the back of the room yeah. you, you very rarely do but I think they will probably have to move it somewhere else but then that poses the question of where do they go because once you come out of there you're in the realms of what Wembley Arena yeah which is what I think, how many how many hold is that like up to 10,000 or something yeah. like, along those lines which is a good venue mm-hmm. but again I think Wembley Arena is very difficult to book out because it's so I said same as the O2 Indigo O2 so it's a concert venue yeah. so there's always things on there but then after that like, what's, uh, step what's up the capacity in the Indigo um, I think it's only about 5,000 mm it's not big at all it's, yeah it's really not big like I said it, it's a, it's not even a really a concert place it's more of a stage Club. show sort of thing <laughs> yeah. you go and you see like, yeah, it's like a nightclub and you have DJs on the stage you have like singers and MCs and mm. that sort of stuff bouncing around and that's when it's a great night that's what I said my biggest thing about that night was when the Eastern European guys were coming out and said some like some ASAP Rocky tunes and I was just <laughs> like this is the shit I was loving it trying to take pictures and I was like <laughs> dropping the camera and just skanking out I couldn't help it <laughs> but yeah the sound system in there was unreal mm. but it's not the greatest for boxing mm. but again for I think for a debut show you try these things you see how they work 
and we move on or, and that's it or not yeah. and they probably won't need to go back there but it's like you said Dave they're obviously not if they're tied into it then that will change everything yeah yeah. because I think it was I don't know if it was did we just make it up or just say it but it didn't Hay have like his deal was with the O2 to have his fight said that's why there was no even an, they weren't even really entertaining the idea of anybody else mm. like, of fighting anywhere else but mm. you never know I mean I wouldn't be surprised a new promotional company you'd sign a deal with someone like that and say well we'll do a certain amount of nights here mm-hmm. especially like we saw the way it was set up like the back the back end of the ring and stuff like that that sort of stuff isn't going to be able to be used anywhere no no it seemed like quite custom made for it that it did arrangement, didn't it, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I don't imagine I mean we see at the um, like all the boxing gyms and stuff like that all the, the stuff that they have like the backdrops and everything they all get used again mm. so I can't imagine they'd be building these, these huge digital screens yeah just to, to, to it use it once yeah. or then to move it into the haymaker arches for the, in the gym it just doesn't make any sense mm. yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if that's going to be used two or three times and like we said before it depends on how the the, the cards pan out I mean are all three of the guys going to be on fight. every card every time yeah we already know they're on that uh, 17 yep um, is MVP on that as well do you know what I think on that note We'll roll into our interview with okay. Adam Morali, the manager of Mr. David Hay and Joe Joyce, mm-hmm. and obviously part of the Haymaker Ring Star management team. So he has quite a lot of input into that MVP mm-hmm. and, uh, and friend of the show. Friend of the show. Wait ages, Mr. Willie Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll be back on the other side and we'll, we'll catch up on what Mr. Adams had to say to us. Hi, Adam. Hi, Michael. How are you doing? Uh, I'm not too bad yourself, buddy. Really good, really good. Good, good. So, I can imagine you're pretty busy right now with the build-up to like the hay bell you stuff, so I thought it's quite good that I can manage to grab you on the phone for a few minutes. Not at all. It's a pleasure. Yeah, we're busy, busy. Um, I just want to uh, catch up on a few things before we speak uh, about David and, and the hay bell you stuff coming up, because we had uh, Big Joe's debut couple of weeks ago where we were, we were down there it was, it was a really nice decent event to be at um, and do you enjoy it do you enjoy it do you know what it was very different to, to a lot of the boxing events we've been to but I know David said he was quite keen for it to not be similar to everybody else but um, yeah. it was very different with it obviously being on a stage and, and obviously all of us sitting around one side a lot of the fans yeah. spent a lot of time at the bar watching it but I thought it worked it was a really nice it was, it was a decent evening to be at and obviously the, the card was good like we were impressed with it anyway yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad, especially for a, for a debut sort of a, a debut event. Couldn't really ask for much more. Yeah, yeah, no, great. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Um, so, I mean, in terms of Joe's performance itself, um, I mean, does that really is it negatively or positively? Does it kind of affect how you've plotted his, his kind of path for the, his immediate sort of future? I mean, not really. I mean, as, as Joe said afterwards, he was coming into the fight. He about a month previously, he injured his right arm, got a hematoma on his right arm, and they injured it. And he was being rehabbed. And you know, right up until right up until the last minute, he was feeling he, he thought he'd fully recovered. You know, in the changing room, he was he was punching, he was using his right arm, and then the first round, he just overstretched it, and it just went. So really, if you watch it back, he can't use his right arm after round one. Really? And so from rounds one to eight, he had to just basically survive on his jab. 
And when you take that into account, and the fact that Lewison's, you know, British level fighter fighting Dillian White for a British title not very long ago, and Joe stopped him in eight, and stopped him, stopped him, and and, and Lewison was in quite a bad way. You know, yeah, you're spot after, on. You're spot on. Afterwards, he had a lot of broken bones. It's not nice to talk about that. And you know, he's a terrific guy. He came to change rooms afterwards, and we got a lot of respect for Ian Lewis. And terrific guy, but he really got battered, and that's on that's with one hand. So, so did, that, did I mean injury aside, did that fight kind of play out exactly as you guys had, had planned, had expected it to go? Yeah, apart from exactly apart from injury aside, actually. Uh, Joe's trainer, Salas, was thought Joe kind of performed above how he would expect. He got kind of like a he got an he got an A minus, you know. <laughs> he was he got an A minus. He he performed at a really high level, and you know, like like all fighters need to do, they need to adapt to adversity, and he truly adapted to that adversity. Round one, debut fight, your right arm goes, and he's just got the most terrific engine. And you saw as that fight went on and on and on. You know, I saw people afterwards saying, Lewis, um, Joyce looks slow. Joyce looks this. He should have got rid of him earlier. I think people are forgetting that, you know, Dillian White, who's a top, top level guy, he took 11 rounds to get rid of him. Yeah. So, I mean, and he had, yeah. Both, he had both arms. That, I mean, that's what we said shortly <laughs> afterwards. That, I mean, where does that kind of put Joyce in the pecking order straight away? Because you've got Dillian White, who took who took longer to get rid of Ian in the ring and being a seasoned pro himself it was uh, it was I was I was surprised and I it's one of those that we've spoken about like I said and we kind of feel that that puts Joe right in the mix with with those calibre of heavyweights in the Brits right now so you have you have British level European level and kind of world elite level at the moment Joe wants to respect the game fully and 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 he's at the British level right and he's fighting British-level opponents. Ian Lewis, and he's now fighting Tom Little, which we can come on to discuss. But he's fighting top 10 opponents. Tried to fight Sam Sexton on the Hay Bellow undercard. It didn't work out. He wanted too much money. Oh, sorry. David offered him loads of money, and he turned it down. Because he probably knows he's going to get beat, right? Because mm. Joe Joyce is actually, truth be told, better than British-level and, and better than European-level. He truly is. But he wants to prove it. He doesn't just want to say it. This one will turn up to people and say, I'm better than you. He wants to prove it, and he's going to prove it. So I think he could be, he could be competing for titles very, very soon. But, you know, we're respecting it. We're respecting Tom Little when he comes to fight on uh, December the 17th. But I think you're going to see a quick, spectacular knockout. Great to hear. Uh, I was just about to move on to the Tom Little thing, actually, because it seems to have come quite out of left field. Uh, he seems to be uh, kind of chasing Joe on, on Twitter. But I imagine yeah. Joe's probably quite a target for that now. Yeah, he is. I mean, I mean, everyone wants. I think people realise with with a guy like Joe Joyce, he he's a heavyweight. He's six foot six, six foot seven. He's so athletic. He can do backflips, front flips, capoeira, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and so he's he's a bit of a freak, in a really good way. And and because of his engine, and if you know, you look recently at the last Joshua fight, and you look at his engine. Because Joe's engine, I think people realise, if they don't get him early, he's going to get better and better and better. Despite his age, he's going to get better and better. So I think some people want to take him early. Um, and so, you know, you look at Tom Little. I mean, he was actually stood outside the changing room. Very polite guy. Stood outside the changing room after the fight, wanted to fight Joe. Had a nice chat with him. 
polite guy. But then afterwards, he really went for Joe on social. And Joe was, you know, we were looking at the Sexton fight. It wasn't makeable. So then what, what choices do we have? We want to keep putting Joe in against real opponents, not knockover jobs, not people that most pros pad their record out for for the first 10 fights. That's yeah. what we wanted to do with Joe. And Tom Little, okay, he's not got a kind of blemish-free record. But, you know, he knows how to promote. He, he went after Joe. He did a song about Joe that's really catchy, actually. I'm not sure if you've heard it. <laughs> I think you've uh, heard the video, yeah. Yeah, yeah, catchy song. And, uh, yeah, Joe's angry now. Joe's actually really angry. And he's uh, it, it, really motivated for this fight. His arm's fully recovered, which is great news. And um, he is absolutely raring to go. Raring to go and very angry with Tom Little. So, I mean, this fight is obviously confirmed now for the Hay Bellew undercard. Um, yeah. Are the other Haymaker Ringstar fighters going to be on the same card, are they? Yeah, they should be. They will be, yeah. Willie and MVP will be on there. I'm unsure of their opponents yet. I, <clears throat> I, although I do a lot of work with Davis, you know, I don't, I don't manage either of those two guys. So, um, yeah. I don't know who their opponents are. But, yeah, they'll be, you'll be able to see MVP and Willie. Great to hear. So, I mean, assuming David is successful and he keeps on keeps on winning afterwards, is that the sort of format we could expect then for for these guys to be kind of having their their day fights and also be showing up on the Haymaker card? Oh, absolutely. David wants to. <coughs> David doesn't want to muck around. He wants to. He's currently got MVP Willie um, and Joe signed, all of whom are world champion material. You know, he doesn't want to take... He's not interested in taking someone on who's not going to be a world champion. He's looking at others. He's been looking around at loads of different things. And, you know, he might sign another one. Who knows? But if he's going to sign someone, he's going to sign someone who's going to be a star. And I can tell you that David's had a load of approaches and he's turned most people down. And, um, yeah, that's what he wants to do. He wants to fast-track people. He wants the terrestrial to get people noticed and then the Sky Show to get, you know, even... You know, same quality of opponents, but just bring them on. I mean, I thought Willie Hutchison himself was pretty spectacular on the night. And I think he's a real handful uh, for his division. And people will be seeing him thinking, blimey, that, you know, most decorated Scottish amateur ever. Um, yeah, we, we've long spoken about Willie. I think, no disrespect to the other guys, but we've kind of tipped him to be the pick of the bunch in this lot. And uh, we're really looking forward to seeing him out again, to be honest with you, Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrific guy as well. Terrific guy. Really lovely guy from a lovely family, and um, uh, I'm sure he's going to do amazingly. But, you know, what David wants to do is get these guys moving quickly towards world titles, and that's what we want to do with Joe Joyce. You know, I think Joe Joyce, you'll say I'm biased, I think Joe Joyce is already at the world level. Already. You know, the people he spars, he sparred Stiverne, he sparred the main Stiverne. Obviously, Wild obliterated him on Saturday. But he sparred Stiverne out in L.A. a month ago, and he obliterated Stiverne. You know, um, we don't like to normally talk about what happened in sparring. We're willing to talk about that because Stiverne came out and started talking rubbish. Yeah. But Joe Joyce, Joe Joyce is a world-level fighter. Absolutely world-level class. And people will see that over the next year. So, I mean, in terms of... Obviously, David managing as well. David having like the promotional sort of deal with yeah, Joe. Yeah. Is there ever a worry that they may have the, the conflict of interest there where they could be aiming for the same sort of targets in, in, <laughs> in the medium term? Well, it's a very interesting question and, and I was chatting with David about it the other day and David really, really rates Joe and 
I, I actually said to Dave the other day, would you ever fight Joe? And he just started laughing. And it's like, I don't think they're ever going to fight each other. It's properly, they're, they're too close. You know, Joe listens to every word David says and has got total respect for him. Listens to every word he says. I don't think they're ever going to fight each other. But yeah, it's possible. It's possible that they might be looking at similar things. But the truth about David is David, David knows he has a finite amount of time left whether that's yeah. one year, two years, three years, however many years it is, he has a finite amount of time left, and he has some big fights to cram in at that time. And Joe's on a different kind of growth curve, but theoretically they could both be after the same opponent, say a Joseph Parker. Might be that David wants to fight him and Joe wants to fight him. And ultimately, you know, they both, they both got to do what's best for each of them. For me, it's, you know, I look after both of them, so I'd want to do the best by both of them, but gut feel is no, they're not they're not gonna both be after the same opponent. You know David's gonna David's gonna deal with Tony Bellew and then next year for him is about world titles and big fights. And next year for Joe, maybe about world titles, but right right at the end of the year. So I mean so that's, that's why I don't think it's a crossover. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's great to hear about David Ossie. We know he's, he's been quite vocal about the the one for world titles again at the heavyweight level. So, I mean, in 2018, um, in terms of the British public, obviously everyone's just cramming for like an Anthony Joshua fight. But it, it, I assume that, that David has other sort of plans. It's not just all geared towards one fight. Well, of course not. Of course not. I mean, look, the Joshua fight's out there. Joshua even spoke about it the other day. But that's, that's definitely not David's focus or only option I think the Parker fight's a real option for David um, his people have been his people have chatted to David they know him very well, I've chatted to his people it's a world title, got a lot of respect for Joseph Parker, we'd like to look at that um, I think Wilder has his sights set on Joshua and Joshua Wilder, we'll see what happens there um, Tyson Fury, you know, who knows what's going to happen there, I'm not sure anyone can bank on anything relating to Tyson Fury, for my part, no. I, I think he's a tremendous boxer, and I think he'd be amazing. He returns to the heavyweight division, and I really hope he does. I really, really hope he does. But I don't think anyone can take it to the bank that he's returning. No, I think we're all in the same situation. We've seen far too many uh, sorts of comebacks and retirements <laughs> in, in the last few months to, I know, to but kind you of know, take the it. The guy is the guy's box office. He's box office material. He's got an incredible style about him and, you know, he, he, light, he lights up the division. I really hope he comes back. But if you're looking at what fights are going to be made, yeah, I mean, look, Joshua Wilder, that's the biggest fight out there to be made. No doubt about it. But David Havey, Anthony Joshua, David Havey, Joseph Parker, a massive fight. Massive fights, and, and David will be competing for a world title next year. And he'll win one. He'll win one. Okay, so, I mean, in terms of David in his Haymaker Ringstar hat again. Um, can we expect any, any more signings to the stable in like the short term, mid term? He's definitely, obviously, it's, it's common. He's definitely looking at one or two very closely. I think, I think you, you know, maybe one or two, but, but nothing certain. But he's looking at a lot of people. He's running the rule over a lot of people at the moment. After the first show, it went well. I think people realise what Haymaker Ringstar's about. She's yep. effectively a little boutique promotional company that only wants to manage world champions, only wants to get them on terrestrial, uh, promote, sorry, world champions, only wants to get them on terrestrial television. And it's very attractive. And we've had a lot of, a lot of up-and-coming stars and established stars contact David and say, 
want to be promoted by Haymaker Ringstar. David and Richard Schaefer running the rule over all of them. No offers to be made yet, but you know that's what ultimately they're in business for, right? They are in Indeed. business to do this. That's why they're in business. That was actually one of my next questions. That, so it, you wouldn't be adverse to taking on more experienced stars, probably more established boxers at the moment? Yeah, look, I think, I think the thing about having a promotional company run by uh, a, a former heavyweight professional is that he gets certain respect that you know other promoters may not do. And I've got the greatest respect for the promoters out there. Eddie, Frank, Mick, all those guys, McGuigan. But David Hayes offering something special. You know, he knows what these guys gone through. He stepped in the ring, and that sets him apart. Sets him apart, and it's attractive to people. And with Richard Schaefer, with the American connection, you know, these there, there's some amazing opportunities, and there are a lot of tremendous professionals out there at the moment who may not be in deals, who may not be, who may not have the right deals. And so, you know, it's very interesting for David to talk to them. Okay. Well, that's brilliant. I mean, it's really great to have a, to have a good chat with you today. And um, I'm hoping Pleasure, we can mate. catch up with you again before December 17th, because I'm no doubt there'll be lots to catch up with, especially at the press conferences and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. But, you know, David's looking in incredible shape and really, really looking forward to the 17th. Well, I hope so. As I said, I've made no secret to you before that I'm a massive hate fanboy, so uh, yeah. I don't want to be crying this time. <laughs> no, you won't be, Michael. You won't be. Is this 3.0 or is this uh, like is this 2.1 plus now? 2.1, mate. 2.1. <laughs> of course, he's corrected. He's corrected the error. 2.1. I like that. That's brilliant. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks very much for your time today, Adam. And uh, we'll, right, we'll definitely be catching up with you again soon, buddy. See you soon, mate. All right. Cheers. Bye. Okay. So, bit of insight there from Adam. Yeah. So what do you reckon that obviously Joe's performance hampered by uh, an injury, hematoma, which is obviously quite a quite a painful thing to get as well. Mm. Um That's the first I, I don't know, is that I, I, been reported anywhere well, else? It's strange, he said that um that Joe had said it after the fight, maybe it wasn't said to the cameras a, like yeah. t- to the TVs or maybe it was on an interview that we haven't seen. Obviously there's a lot of reporters yeah. that like ourselves, they're trying to go and mm. get a bit of a chat with the fighters. But I mean, I don't know. I think for me, it's like, okay, fair enough. If it's true, it's true, and fair play to him. I didn't notice it. I didn't notice him stop throwing a right hand. But maybe do you know what? You have to watch the fight back because he did seem quite robotic, and maybe that would explain a bit slow it. And but yeah, maybe. But I, I personally think that. There's no. Look. It's bad when you have to just like make excuses for a win, isn't it? Yeah, because you did look fantastic. Yeah. We said that at the time. It didn't look great. He's going to have to do more if if he's going to um, sell himself to the British public. And that looked laboured against a very out of shape athletic Lewinson. It's hard to catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the broken ankle. Yeah, yeah. But he couldn't even. Yeah, no. Nah, I'm not having that. Sorry. Um, why say it? Because he still won. He stopped him quicker than yeah, White did. Yeah, he did, yeah, but he didn't do it in the fashion that they probably wanted him to. They probably wanted him to go out there and cream the geezer. Well, that aside, he spoke a little bit about Tom Little as well. And we're going to talk about Tom Little in, in a second. 
what I did think was interesting that he said that um, in this fight they are expecting a big KO yeah he's a- he's angry and you, I wouldn't want to get him angry yeah, let's like, be honest like, Joe Joyce do emotions like is it like that uh you know, well, like, I would I would have said the same thing. Can Joe Joyce do Capoeira until I just see him do the, the flip? Listen, that's the, I saw that um, in real life, and I was, you know, you just think, did he just do that? <laughs> but like, have you seen that thing with Anthony Martial? You know, like where every emotion is the same yeah, place, and it's like yeah. I'd imagine that's the same with Joe Joyce. Like I um, every swing <laughs> is the same swing. Do you know? I'm, I'm trying to think who he reminds me of. Did you ever used to play Tekken? And there was that guy called Jack. who was like a, he was massive, but he was a bit of he was a robot. Mm. Yeah. Right. I so do. if you don't remember, if right. you're listening, go and Google. I'm gonna Google it now. Jack in Tekken. I'm sure it was in the original Tekken as well. But either way, I do so that's nice. Like, but Jack was sick. Like Jack could beat everyone up, and I think that could be what Joe Joyce is like. Yeah. Oh, I do remember him. Yeah. Cool. I, I really feel place. like that's how it's gonna be. Boys are just. Oh yeah, he was like the beefed up Guile. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just stick that on Twitter as well, just so people can see what we're talking about. Nice. I think that's what we're going to get with with Joe. I, I, I think he probably is angry, and he, mm. but he'd be the sort of person to go, "I am so angry." Yeah. In that tone, uh, and then he'd be like, "I, I am, am so, so happy." In the same tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think that that's how he is. Yeah, yeah. I said it after really because he comes across as a very, very nice guy. Yeah. But not the most, and not in a harsh way. Not the Would most you say charismatic. Chari- yeah, I was about to say charismatic. But then again, it's when you're com- you sit him next to someone like David Hay, and, and he'll, he'll, he'll talk to you and he'll just chat, 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 and then MVP. he speaks to Joe, and, and it's he's a lot more concise yeah. about it, what he says. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't mix his words. He's very. He doesn't really use his words to be honest. With you. It's <laughs> quite a difficult interview. But like I said, but he's always polite and he's always he's got time to speak to people. So that's it's it's definitely a positive. Yeah. Whatever, just he's just trying bit, to suck it up to him bit. now. He's just abused it. No, but I said it before. <laughs> it is a sh- I felt like I'm yeah, not a yeah, professional yeah. interviewer and no. I struggle to do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas there's other people I can sit and I can chat to for ages yeah. and it, it flows and it feels very natural. Mm-hmm. I do find it a bit of a challenge there. But maybe, okay. that, as I said to you guys before, maybe that's more of a reflection on me because I'm not very good at this at times. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I try, man. Listen, no. I try. You do. You do. So, so Tom, he's got to beat Tom Little. I think. Like, I he think. He's got to make a statement. Does he have to make a statement? Hundred percent. And remember, as much as we hate to say it, this is on the Sky platform. True. This yeah. is yeah, on yeah. a massive, massive box office undercard. What are the odds? Um, Sky straight away throw his name and Joshua's name in. One for the future. Mm. One for the future. In two years, less than two years, Jojo is fighting for the world well, championship. It, it, they probably will but again to go back to the question that I uh, if Johnny Nelson I can see the shoot. tweet you put out there oh, like, this Joe Joyce is just like Jack from Tekken but he's as tough as nails and Foreman and Holmes yeah. and Bruce Lee yeah listen Johnny Johnny's off his rocker right now yeah yeah, he's throwing out everything yeah. but one of the questions I did ask and I've been dying to ask it for ages. I meant to ask Mr. Hay himself when we were at the, the last press conference is could there be a conflict of interest of him managing Joe Joyce mm. in not the immediate future future, but you know, eighteen months to two years' time if David's still fighting, still winning, mm. there's still money to be made. These guys are gonna be aiming at the same people, mm. assuming that Joe keeps winning himself. And I did 
I liked it when Adam said that he obviously manages both of them and he wants to keep them both happy. I don't think it'd be much of a contest though if one of them says. It looks. It sounds as though, from what Adam was saying though, is, is Joe Parker's the only one who could potentially be on both their radars. Because by the time, I can only see David Hay maybe having three, four maximum fights. He has I reckon to, probably twenty eighteen is probably the oldest. The last, the last year. year. Yeah, yeah. I can't oh, see no. him. He needs to make a statement in December. He does. We we all know that. He yeah. has to make a statement. You can't go and win it in the twelve round, like to over twelve rounds. He yeah. has to knock out Bellie and put his foot back in that door for the heavyweight championships. But I do think if he does that, I think he probably gets the Parker fight straight away. Yeah, I think he gets there first. I, t- I said it. Like, Parker's going to cash in. Mm. At some yeah. point, he's going to have to. And we know how he how he alone is a draw, money wise for everyone. I know. Hey, say say that, don't yeah. No. I like Hay. I, I, no. I know it's Dwight that wouldn't like that. It's, um, Dwight used to love Hay so much and now he's like kind of um, anti-Hay. Yeah. No, look. He's got Hay fever. Oh, wow. That is terrible. What, man? No. No. Oh, but, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I can see that happening though, can you? Mm. He just, well, they say not destroys, but he, he knocks out Bellew. Oh, don't get my hopes up, man. <laughs> He knocks out Bellew, then let's say March, April, he's Parker. Then you're looking at December. What's going to be interesting next year, though? Shut up, man. Shut up. Forget um, Christmas time next year. BTR Christmas uh, do. Yeah. Come on, lads. Next year, Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois are both going to be wanting the British title, though. That's going to be good. Is Dubois going to be old enough, then? Yeah, I think so, because... It's, Frank, 20, it's 21 you got Frank to be, Warren it? was saying that he's um, spoken to next year he wants to have British and, and European titles yeah but d- is Joe Joyce is on such a fast track that he only wants to win it he doesn't want to win it out oh right? yeah he won't defeat yeah, yeah he's, he's going to win he's it gonna win it in his third bosh, fight move on European get up WBC WBA that's w- I liked WBA. what Adam was saying silver silver silver, silver. respecting the sort of structure and that's it yeah. hierarchy of it all where he could probably fast track straight to European he, he level. Pro- yeah, he probably could go in against your Helleniuses. That's it, I know. Let's be honest, Chisora would fight him, wouldn't he? Yeah, Chisora probably yeah. might have to. Yeah. I mean, it's like you said; this, the these weekend. things do happen, and I'm not com- I'm not comparing the fighters at all. But like when you look at Lomachenko, obviously he was a a long term mm. amateur, yeah, term pro. Immediately, he was involved in the top fights with the top top people. Mm-hmm. I suppose the difference is, I suppose it doesn't make so much of a difference at heavyweight is that Joe Joyce is quite a bit older isn't he yeah compared to Lomachenko but like I said the heavyweights can get away with it and that's it they tend to they tend to mature a bit later don't yeah. they when you look at the greats of, of the last few years Wilder Klitschko oh wow yeah. right you, you, you really putting Wilder into the greats I was just sowing the seed I was just talking and you said Wilder you know, I was like oh shit I, I, I just don't know what I was going to say then you've just slap your you've just <laughs> ruined everything like the words just flew out of my head and like, what is he talking about <laughs> proper side swiped him <laughs> but even like people like Lennox Lewis he was at his absolute best in the later years in, in the later years yeah. of his career yeah it remains to be seen whether or not people like David Hay etc can get back can to the levels sort of he stuff, was, but, was at but yeah I think I mean how long do you reckon we're going to see Joe Joyce in the ring for what is he 33 now he could go to 33 I, I could say they keep, they keep, man, yeah. I was about to say they keep mentioning he's got an engine. He's a fit lad. He does this. He does that. You know, 
what's not to say he won't fight till 40 we've seen older fighters do you know what? he looks he looks young don't you think he doesn't, he doesn't look, look like a he particularly old man he does not look oh, we say that he's the same age as us yeah he does not <laughs> we're not old men so that's that's fine yeah but we're not athletes speak for yourself mate I'm not an athlete there you go he still looks younger than me that's true <laughs> but a good engine that's 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 all great and stuff but at Skoda's the elite level have good engines Takam's got a good engine I mean, and he just got pummeled yeah what does an engine mean it's like it's just means you can keep walking back <laughs> to take a beating yeah it's not how that was that's the quote oh, I'm not going to go there but whatever it's uh it's not going to get him through every fight, no. It's not. I, th- I think he keeps but going until he gets beat. Out. If, if he loses at world level, fair enough. If he loses before world level, I don't think we'll really see much of him after that. I don't know. It, it depends. I think it's more depending on how he loses. i got to fight for you then. David Price? Yeah. Why not? Why not? That's a massive risk fight. Because you don't know which kind of price turns up. Well, that's it. Um, price, price that annihilates English level. I don't think price. Or the price that turns him. up at European level. I think price is done. Like mentally, I I I tend to agree. You can't go up against someone. I tend to agree. He needs to go up against someone who's can only like, do around. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no. What it is? Yeah, they say Joyce doesn't get going till four or five. <laughs> price gets going up until 4 5 <laughs> yeah. he's out of the venue so. <laughs> yeah he's normally I've had enough of this yeah he's already in the showers at 4 and 5 so yeah like for a match up that's dangerous it is but and you don't want to see Price get hurt by anyone no but David Price now he's obviously one of the gatekeeper names he is but he's not really had a gatekeeper type fight he's, no he hasn't sort of, Every fight he's had is for the benefit of his own career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't think he's, I don't think he's ever gonna. But I, I think he'll retire rather than go. Well, I think he's probably against, away from that sort of stuff. Like yeah. His next fight's in, and against no disrespect, I like the venue we go there, but it's in the Brentwood. I don't. I think it's it's televised on um, IFL, mm-hmm. so it's not. And which you can't knock it. IFL are doing are doing great mm. things. They're streaming these things and they're going out really well. The show they did was I, I enjoyed it. I thought the quality was good. And again, big up New Age Boxing doing the the commentary on that. Mm. Um, but I mean that's a fall from grace for for Price. Slightly. This that's a fall from grace. Mm. So Head, if someone headline. offered him, say, listen, you can come and headline a Haymaker Ring Star show at the O2. Yeah. Mm. We'll put you on. You're going to be against Joe Joyce in the top fight. You'll be supported by Couple MVP, yeah. Willie Hutchinson. It'll be interesting. Three of the Goodwin boys. Yeah. You take the, the money will be there because yeah. there'll be a big audience. He'd be silly not to take that, unless yeah. he genuinely thinks he's going to get sparked up. Yeah. I mean, after that, I mean, I think that'd be good. But after that, I think Chisora would be good. I think that'd be actually like a really good I'd, fight I'd, to I'd, watch that's a good barometer isn't it to yeah, see where you really just, are but probably yeah. neither of them will get stopped you know what I mean it's like it's going to be a good fight it'd be like the White Chisora fight where yeah I think White Joyce could potentially be a good fight but obviously in White's White, White's White. ahead of him do you know what I mean no, whether is. you agree with it or not he is no he is yeah. ahead of him but I feel he's ahead of him only because he's had more fights I don't think oh yeah I mean, I'm, talking, I'm, I'm, I'm talking purely rankings do you know what I mean yeah. it's like mm-hmm. White's aiming upwards so but I think as a fight I don't know it's hard to judge Joyce on one fight but you'd say it's pretty even mm. I think yeah. that's what it is we're, and we're not being critical but we've got one fight to yeah. 
to go. Yeah, he, he looked okay against the guy that we've already seen fight Dillian White. Yeah. Right, Dillian White, and that. to be honest, I enjoyed the Dillian White for uh, Lewis and fight. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy the Joyce Lewis and fight. I was more hmm, how do you say it? Disgusted. I, nah, it was just, I just I just backside on show. <laughs> yeah, that. But it's more of a letdown. I was just thinking, yeah, Lewis and in that you know that part of his career where it's. Let's start get let's start get going. It's make or break. I, I, yeah, I fa- I, 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 I failed him on the show at some point because I would really like to see to hear like yeah. how he feels about it now. Oh, where does he go? Like everyone's got their excuses when they lose and he's had reasons, his David, man. Let's just be nice, mm. Jesus. Reasons <laughs> and excuses. When you lose, it's an excuse. It isn't. It's not a reason. You lost. Oh, but I broke my ankle. I think that's a pretty valid reason because yeah, that did happen. Can't Joe, stand Joe, up. Joe right. Joyce's arm. Joe Joyce's up. Joe Joyce's fought him with one arm. You've had one leg. Um, Let's start with a joke, innit? <laughs> what do you call it? No. <laughs> but, um, but if this was an Eddie Hearn card, we'd probably be criticising it because of that. Yeah, we would. Yeah. But that's fine because it's Eddie Hearn. <laughs> yeah. We'd probably have had to have paid for it. Mm. Well, that's it. If it was any boxing of interest, we would have paid <laughs> for it. Um, yeah. It's. Tom Little not interested in that but if he if he's going out he's got to make a statement yeah British I think level, the build up will be fine. quite fun Tom Little's funny isn't he he's the song he's got some banner right mm. I mean hopefully he's still got some banner after the fight but I don't I think I think I, was, I think it's going to be a Joe Joyce knockout yeah I was uh, kind of 50-50 on the Lewison fight because it was and I still feel if I mean, if the best Lewison had turned up it would have been a 50-50 mm. fight it would have been interesting to see Lewison against the Lewis and that turn up against White, turn up against Joyce because that so what, that had trouble. He was it. he was throwing punches more often. Okay, look, you, you've got a foot injury. It's, you're not going to be able to throw punches. But, and, and a thumb in the eye. Yeah, and that was brutal. That yeah. was brutal. That he that swelled up. Yeah, instantly. But I mean, have you seen Joe's hands? Hmm. His thumb is like my wrist. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where it's a lot of what ifs in it, but what round did that happen where he broke his ankle? I think it was probably about four or five. Cause mm. I remember watching him come back. Okay. I think I tweeted it at the time because he had a bit of a slip on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Don't know why I did that hand motion for a slip, but um, <laughs> and then he, he kind of uh, limped back. Again. Yeah, just I don't know what it is. That wax on wax on or something. <laughs> I'm going to sit on my hands while I say the sentence now so then he kind of limped back to the corner I remember tweeting out that he's had a slip and it looks like it's, yeah. it's quite bad Yeah. but then he managed to scrap on I died. but it was afterwards he said yeah he was in his boot yeah. like, broken ankle mm. thumb in the eye but broken I jaw I weren't, in, I weren't can I have my hands back now yeah I weren't uh, impressed with the first four or five right? nah. until uh, I, I think the secret for Lewis in his house you need to come into the fight on two weeks notice <laughs> that's it as long yeah, as it doesn't yeah. get us notice now like, he needs he needs yeah. a notice for that two weeks notice I think alright so yeah we'll obviously touch on this closer to the event because we'll, we'll cover the card extensively mm-hmm. but we're looking probably at Joe Joyce yeah and I, I think that Tom Little has been they obviously said that they wanted uh, Sam Sexton yeah 
But I think Tom think he made a slip when he said about the money. Yeah, he wanted too much. We offered him a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, he corrected, said no. Yeah. Well, it's a strange because it, it essentially means the same thing. But yeah, it is just yeah, he, he, correct so, he did yeah. correct it. That's what I, I did notice it, it. But it means the same thing. But it's a strange one where obviously he's a, a manager slash kind of like lawyer, yeah. and he'll know that there's ways you can say things without and other ways yeah. that you should say things. So I, I, well, I'm not going to read too much into it because because it, it essentially means the same thing. We offered too much. We offered money and he didn't want it, mm. or he wanted too much. Essentially, it means the same thing. There wasn't enough money in the deal for it. Yeah, and I'm not being bad. Where are we going to see Sam's? Next time, I'm not going to see him on a card on on the under on the undercard of a uh, a pay per view fight. No, I'm not even probably going to see him on a on a haymaker ring star. Yeah, so I don't understand his reasons for saying no. And I think it's like Adam said. He I think he probably felt he was definitely going to lose that. Yeah, so he wants as much money to lose as possible, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. If you don't feel you can win something, then you, you say no. Well, That's but you get you gambling on a better offer coming along. Yeah, and or, more, no, and or no just one. more offers coming along. Mm. Well, more next winnable. year there will be. Dubois. Yeah, there will be next year. But you reckon he's gonna have more money behind him? Depends at the stage Possibly, of the fight. Yeah. Dubois still doing the undercards at the minute. At, at some point, he's gonna have to headliner mm. the show. If he carries on the way he is, it won't be for too no, long. Will no, it won't. Um, he did mention obviously about possibly signing some other fighters. Yeah. Which I think is interesting that he said that there are some established fighters that yeah, that's have come to David and with the notion of, of working with Ringstar and being kind of sent away sort of thing. Uh, but I mean, I'd be really interested to find out who they were. Mm-hmm. And they can't. Yeah, he'd be knocking on Hayes' door. They're mates, aren't they? But is it... <laughs> Is it too much of a liability for him? I don't think it's necessarily a liability. I think probably with someone like Amir, he's not going to want to fight in small halls. He's true, not going to fight at the end of the He's not going to, yeah. He is literally a headliner. Yeah. He's, he's going to expect to be on the Bellu Hay, maybe as co main yeah. event. Not, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I did like one thing that Adam said when he mentioned that um, what you're kind of expecting with Haymaker Ringstar, his, his choice of words was, was quite great when he said it's like a, a small boutique of boxing. Mm. And that's exactly what it is. They're going to put on not huge, huge shows. Mm. They will be smaller shows, but they'll be good quality shows. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With good quality fights and mm. good quality fighters. And we've seen lots of people could book out the O2 and put on a card. Yeah. And put one name at the top, people will buy the tickets. Yeah, but that's make it a good card. That's not a bad, for a format as a boxing card goes, you're probably going to get more paper. Like, let's say two years down the line they're all pay-per-view fighters they're all in respective careers that have done well two years from now you say with the prices that we've been touted to pay in the next couple of years for those guys all doing well maybe world title fights one night 40 quid you're going to pay that more than you'd pay 15, 20 quid to watch Mm. the main fight which is one geezer and a crap on the cards because Let's be honest. There are there's there's no more co-main events. It's literally one guy crap yep. main card, crap undercard, just to um, fill up a bit just of a TV f- schedule. Yeah, exactly. And so that you can have people in the crowd all yeah. night rather than just turning up for one fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas like like you're saying the boutique style where there's the four good fights, you might have one or two undercards, but they're not going to be oh sorry one or two other fights that are I'm going to say nobodies, but they're very early on in their career like, yeah. like like there was 
the Goodwin fighters. Um, yeah, I, I think that's. I think I'd, I'd rather that if I knew it was going to be a good night's boxing, four good fights, I'd happily pay more money. So yeah, I think it's a great. I think it's a great thing if that's if that's the way they're gonna sort of sell it to everyone. Fair play, okay. fair play. Mm. Anything you want to add on that? Because we no. we need to talk heavyweights, man. We need to because it's been a massive week, <laughs> not for the main Stevern, but it's been a big week for heavyweights. Obviously, Wilder absolutely destroyed Stevern. Not buying into the hype though. No, oh, I'm, I'm completely confused. I don't know what. I'm just going to say as well, and I said it on our Twitter. Have, his technique, we've always said it's horrible. His footwork's the most disgusting thing yeah. I've seen in a boxing ring. Yeah. But he hits you with the side of his hand. He was yeah. slapping and it Where into you pieces. lace up the gloves, yeah. that's where he hits you with. And they're illegal shots. Referee should be calling them out and saying, no, you can't but, have that. But also, the only punch. The only punch. That, <laughs> the only punch I saw that was worth anything was the straight right. The right first through the guard, yeah. Was that the first knockdown? Straight through the, the middle, yeah. bang on the button, cheers. He went down. The rest of it was shite. And everybody has come out like, and I mean, pundits alike. And I know it's Sky Sports pundits, and all they're going to be doing is hyping the future fight. And I get that; I understand that. When you're when you're watching it, and even some of the the Instagram pages I, I follow, and the Twitter pages I follow, the drivel that's coming out of them, saying, "Oh, what a punch perfect just performance." Let's bear in mind this is Stiverne, right? A guy who took him twelve rounds, who last time they fought uh, was in a hell of a lot better shape, um, didn't have a big payday, um, was on the step of you know this could be a beat Wilder and I'm only going to get better. So he had something to fight for. This one that turned up was he looked bad, out of shape. Um, you don't go from a fighter that's done 12 rounds with this guy, taken some of his best shots, no problem, to a guy who just gets wiped out in the first round. If you haven't, for me, used that money to go and treat yourself, haven't trained well enough for it, mm-hmm. um, I just thought it was a sham, absolute sham. I couldn't, I couldn't for one minute watch that fight and go, yeah, that was brilliant. Stiverne essentially turned up looking in the same sort of condition that Lewis did. It was, it was, was embarrassing. Okay, yeah, okay. Embarrassing. Right. So, so let's, let's, let's use that as an example then, right? So he turned up in the same condition Lewis was in, but Joe Joyce still took, what, eight rounds to stop him? No, but yeah. this, isn't, this isn't... We're not talking about a geezer taking a pro... No, no, but I'm just, I'm just saying... Like, a guy who's got 38 knockouts. Wilder's gone in there and just done a job on him, hasn't he? Yeah, he's done what he's he had to do. Like doesn't matter how like technically he, good it was, but Like he has done with 38 or, f- let's say... 36 because I don't think Ariola's a bum but 36 other fellas mm-hmm. that were literally just punching bags to him Washington I mean, obviously when them two fought the first time it was for the vacant belt wasn't yeah. it and that was the first time Wilder had sort of like boxed a little and bit and he was, was quite only, cautious yeah. it was his only top 10 person yeah I think yeah. even to this is it like, even at now yeah Stiverne is the only top 10 fighter that he's fought and right. he's fought him twice yeah and a Stavern that was probably up for it because it, it was for the title, and a Stavern that's gone knowing. Uh, but 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 what else? 
Oh, I, I, what, I, what, I, think, what, I think I think Ronaldo's got to come out of this. I don't. Than in. I don't think. What can more could he have done, sort of thing? Yeah. Apart from just no, 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 no. Look, he's not the guy out. He's he's beat the guy who's in front of him. But what I'm saying is, the guy in front of him wasn't the same guy that was in front of him two years ago. You was it two or three? I don't know. He's not the same fighter that turned up then. Yeah. Uh, Wilder for me hasn't improved dramatically enough that he's wiped out eleven rounds of boxing. Well, I mean, for me, that was... That's what you want in a... In that's a, what I want to see in Wilder, because for the last few fights, it hasn't quite been like that. Although, I don't know, you get caught up in all these... For me, I, don't, was, I, I don't know, I don't know if I think Wilder's For me, it was very Joshua Martin. There was... A guy, let's say Stavern. Um, all right, he wasn't the world title holder, but... He was jet for me. He it just felt like he was there just to pick up his paycheck, you know. Yeah. Whether that yeah. was one Probably. minute, two minutes, or thirty minutes, it it, it didn't matter to him. You know yeah. what I mean, if he hits me, I'm going. I'm not. I'm not going to bother. I, I I don't know if or what, obviously you can't judge Wilder on his actual fights against world class opposition, but. I don't think you can question his like ambition to fight these guys because obviously he's, he's signed he does up to go to, to yeah. Russia and fight Povetkin. He's, he's he was going to fight Ortiz. Yeah, so I don't I don't think he's avoiding how they all keep. I was going to say I do like the getting tested positive. Though. Yeah, I I read that before. I can't remember what it is. It's probably absolute bullshit to be honest with you. But it, I'm trying to think who it was that said it. That it's quite it's quite uh, calculated that when these deals are signed. These are the fighters. It was Ortiz, I think it was. I think it was Ortiz on Twitter sort of said that he has extra testing against his opponents. And but, uh, but all of his other opponents have passed. So yeah, mm. I don't um, know. I, I think Povetkin and Ortiz are better than apart from well, Klitschko side. Josh, they're better than everyone else. Josh, yeah. Joshua's fought. That's so. the thing. We're at the situation now where we do criticise him for the, the people in the the level that he's fought. But as we've said, kind of about Joshua a few times. Who is there to fight? Apart from the top person, which is mm. Anthony Joshua, and let's be honest, uh, Wilder's right now, and he's not looking at Dylan White. He's no, I mean, I, mean, I, th- I think what he has to do is a joke. To be honest with you, I, I don't, I don't really get. I, no, he's I, trying, I, I to two, yeah. he's trying to get two paydays out of it. I understand that as well, and he, and he sort of he knows that when AJ fights Wilder, Eddie Hearn probably gets a smaller cut. Do you know what I mean? Eddie, it's not really Eddie Hearn who gets paid; it's yeah, it's Anthony Joshua who gets paid, and he pays Eddie some money. Um, but how how Eddie's going on about it like he's got the world champion should have to fight Dylan White no it's not I mean I, I, I think Eddie's lost the plot and he's getting a bit of stick for it now as yeah, well yeah I really right. do think he's lost the plot I think it's clearer and clearer that AJ basically called the shots and like I said before I come here I was watching this the AJ interview with Coogan tonight and it's like, not to paraphrase him a bit he was sort of saying to Coogan just don't listen to what Eddie says on the podcast he did the night before listen I'm here talking to you now just listen to what I say mm. and they were sort of saying Eddie a couple of days ago was saying yeah next year AJ's going to have two or three fights one of them will be in America AJ's kind of sitting there shaking his head now they'll probably be here because the formula works over here it's sort of like it's, you can see the sort of that not moving in different directions but you can see that AJ's he's got always his had man, his own voice he's but got his own, he's starting to he's say his own it now. Man now yeah it's his decision where he wants to fight man. I think he, not he, where he has to he fight. knows his worth now Brand AJ is, is probably bigger than Matchroom to be honest with you yeah. mm. and I'm, I, some people might hear that and think that's absolutely outrageous to say but I feel it is 
Well, I've I feel it's matching put on. It's matching more put on a card. Than I've seen Lennox Lewis on. Yeah. Well, I think if matching put on a card without AJ, and AJ puts on a card, yeah, I don't think there's even any competition. No. Yeah. I Everyone, think the brand now. He is Mr. Box, UK boxing. Listen, in terms of boxing, obviously Matchroom does a lot of other things, but yeah, for Matchroom boxing, I think AJ's brand is far bigger, far greater, mm. and has far more power than they do now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the problem with the Wilder situation is that Eddie Hearn, you don't really hear from Eddie Joshua too much, but Eddie Hearn, especially, is kind of basically just being arrogant. Is not the right word. He just knows that basically Wilder and Ludibello and all them over there aren't going to make an offer because the money's over here or the money is AJ controls the money basically mm. he brings the money whichever way you want to look at it yeah. whether it's over here over there AJ's going to be come happy to the money well. that's we where come it should to be we but um, that's because over here you've literally got Sky and Matchroom are the same thing like, mm. there's no there's yeah. no there's no there's, lines between there's no, them. it's just that it's there was some lines and now they're just just literally like they're Adam Smith and Johnny Nelson are basically just matchroom employees and vice versa. Eddie Hearn's a Sky employee and all yeah. the fighters are Sky employees. Whereas in America, you've got a network, might work with a few promoters, whereas over here, Sky can't work with other promoters unless Eddie Hearn says it's okay. Mm. They can't put on a, a, other, Same. F- other shows unless Eddie says it's okay. Same with their fighters. And it's like, so it's all right for Eddie to say, oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make them an offer because they haven't made us one. It's like, well, you can't, no one else can make you an offer that can compete with Sky's because Sky are only working with you and they'll only will work with you. Mm. And it's just, uh, I just I just think they've got to go over there. I'd like to see over there, but from what AJ said tonight, it's going to be over here. And I don't know, I don't know what to think for, because for I woke f- up after that fight and I was thinking maybe Wilder beats him. Wow. I just, I'm not believing it's a slugfest, isn't it, at some point? Or does Wilder go in like he did in the first Stiverne fight? And, and try and, and try and, and box, knowing that he's Joshua can punch. But I think if like to, if we had this dream fight happen, I think if Wilder does that, I think Joshua beats him. If he tries to box him for twelve rounds and tries to, get oh yeah, to he him. won't be able to. He's got to knock Joshua out. I do, but I don't think that's too difficult now either. No, I don't either. I don't. I, I think I, Wilder definitely can land a shot, and he'll definitely throw punches. And I think he definitely hits harder. Well, One punch. Like. Does it? And I just think that he can't probably. Joshua will probably be asked about boxing. Yeah. If he stays on his game plan, he could he could take a decision. But don't, what did what did you not like the way that Wilder dropped the shoulder the other day on Stavern when he came running over? Oh, behave! <laughs> Get out, man! But that is just weird, wasn't it? It was like a step over. I don't know what it was. It was like he was trying to do like an MMA, <laughs> like run up the side cage and swing from. Do you know what I mean? When I was, you watched MVP fight. But that's you? fun. I think that's fun. Like like he. He's a showman. Don't he won't. Wrong. He's a showman, but he won't, and he couldn't afford to do that. No, to be fair, did you listen to the New Age podcast this week? I haven't listened. You have? No, I haven't. Don't spoil it for me. Okay, I won't spoil it. But Terry was saying that Wilder, when you see all these videos of Wilder with the sort of spring sounds when he's like throwing a punch and he's one of his legs off the ground, he only usually does that when the other guy's in trouble. He doesn't. He doesn't just do that. <laughs> it's, it's, that's not his ding ding round one but like, it's, it's like <laughs> you know, he's overexcited or overconfident or just super confident that he knows when someone's in trouble and it doesn't really matter what the technique is because he's just got he's just going to keep swinging until loads he, of power in his he punches. misses you and hits you but I feel then that the flip side of that is that he'll have if he gets clocked by someone I feel he'll, he'll be exactly the same yeah, yeah he because he just, to do. as soon as he gets that rush of blood 
All oh, technique just goes out the window. He loses his mind. He saw it against the man. He stood there, he had put his hands down, and I was like, well, this is a bit, this looks a bit menacing. To be fair, I mean, he's a big guy, and you, yeah, he's yeah. just staring him down. See, this is where I think, like, someone like, say, a fit Tyson Fury just beats Wilder, like, really, really easy. You see, in that situation, right? Say if, I mean, obviously, it wouldn't come to that because I can't see him doing that to Fury, but if you stood in front of Fury like that, Fury would do exactly the same thing. Yeah. He'd look straight back at you, and then you'd be like, Right now we got a scrap. Yeah. Steve Irwin stood there, shitting himself. Mm. He was yes. he was terrified. But I don't think AJ, if if Wilder got clocked and then started throwing windmills, I think AJ would probably just stand there and try and pick him off without any movement whatsoever. AJ, for me, he hasn't got enough movement. That's what I mean. So standing there with someone who's throwing windmills, he's got like. Yeah, but unbelievable accu- power. Accuracy-wise, accuracy-wise, who are you more confident of hitting you on, on in the head? When they're swinging. Yeah. When they're swinging. <laughs> We're not talking about accuracy, though, because it, it's the, no, but the number of saying. but it's the number of punches. Oh, yeah, jo- jo- Joshua, Joshua, but I think Joshua will be standing there still to be get hit with one of these windmills. Yeah, but I think by the time he swings from <laughs> Alabama, yeah, but he'll be doing that step over. I would disagree <laughs> with that completely I mean I remember when we were watching the Joshua Klitschko fight mm. and I remember Sean we were talking about at the time I still think that was a shit stoppage yeah. because Joshua threw about 8 shots and it was arms yeah. gloves I think maybe one of them landed and it didn't even land clean yeah. mm. but it was, it's British referee yeah. fuck it it's too much he's going to kill him get him out of there he jumps in and he gets his body in the way mm. and I just it was a poor, poor stoppage against Takan as well. I'll give him that. Well, this is but that was a cumulative. Yeah, this is what I said. I said it to you though. But for me, I said it at the time. They're protecting that knockout run now. Um, yeah. I, I really feel that it's. I don't want to say but, the word conspiracy, but no, we, we, see, can't, I, we can't I, have I, him getting. I disagree. I think I'm he can't just win on points. No, 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 not even that. I've speaking to a few of the lads like that enjoy their boxing, and then they're like they'll admit themselves they're only casuals, they're only like. We don't use the term casual, man. Well, what, what, from what from what they were like, we were chatting about. They actually got why he got stopped. Like they said, pretty good points considering they don't really. They were basically they were saying, for the fight they saw, Joshua was beating this geezer up, and yeah, he looked he like it. He was battered. His eyes were wrecked. Joshua had taken some of his punches. This geezer wasn't throwing many. Mm-hmm. Um, and all it took was Joshua to step the step it up, connect with maybe three or four punches without anything coming back. The geezer's already beaten. He's not going to knock out Joshua now. We already know that. But it, see, that's where I, I don't I, like that. It was, no, I, I, I hate, hate that, that term. Yeah. No, but, he's already behind on points. He's not going to win. How do you know that? Well, might because as well just he's stopped getting after beaten up. He's and, getting beaten up. Like, there's, there's he wasn't getting like, busted up. I, okay, he had, he had cuts on his eyes, but... I don't think but how many was... times do you, do you need a doctor to come and have a look at you but this but is heavyweight boxing go, go through yeah but one yeah. shot changes everything true and you've denied him not you personally yeah. you denied him but by true. saying if I'm, you're behind on the card okay. there's no point in you carrying on okay but if I'm if I'm knocking seven shits of sh- seven shades of shit out of you yeah. for let's say 20 minutes right yeah. you're staying there right yeah but my punches are still hurting you you've yeah. got you've got an absolute yeah, solid right. chin yeah I get that right like you say one punch changes it my next punch does you you're brain damaged but then you they can't then yeah, we, that, we can't have boxing anymore then no but what, what you're that's, a con- that's a continuous amount of punches so on your head with nothing been stopped before then. so then what we're saying is you basically you should get to seven rounds and how, if, if how someone's I, won more rounds than there's left how can they judge how can they like I don't know how yeah, they yeah. judge 
a cup. How's that cup not the same as that one? Yeah, but there you go. So use this. Yeah, but but I don't get. There's there's so many different variations of what's good and what's not. Go through history. George Groves. Look at all the fights that have like turned. Like when it looks like on it's a going one shot. way and then a single shot and then you think, oh no, yeah, actually, let's get we moving had it, We had it last year with Bruni and Bird. Just think, Ali, Ali uh, Foreman, you could have looked at him and been like, oh, he's, he's killing him here. Mm. He's going to be pissing blood for three weeks because yeah. he's just taking shot after shot after shot. Mm. We, can't, then, we can't let AJ get involved in those fights. I, I, for me... I get, I get what you're saying, but I, just, I, I think it's a bit of I a shit line to go down if that's the way we're going. I think it was a bit of an accumulation of the lot. He wasn't. He wasn't thrown back enough. He has been taking a beating. Joshua started to look like he was stepping up to that, that thing where, you know, he's throwing a flurry of punches. All right. Here comes another flurry. So I get that. How many so is then, too much? So then go back to to April. And we're talking Klitschko Joshua. Mm-hmm. Joshua's been knocked down, mm-hmm. and then he's got up and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go hell for leather." I think it was like round six or seven or something, and he, he just he went for Klitschko. He went flat out for about 60 seconds mm. and then he could barely lift his arms for yeah. three rounds. Yeah, yeah. He gets the benefit of the doubt though, even though that's he it. So protect himself. If this is the, that's it. Yeah. But the, the referee but, but should but have been in there then and been like, well, actually, you're not even throwing anything yeah. back now. But he's not, he wasn't taking any. He was getting it though. He was getting it. It was the round where he, I thought he, he was going to get And then by the end of the round, he could barely walk. Second round, he got dropped himself and then he was fucked. Even the second round against Dylan White. The third round against Dylan White. Mm. Even when he got wobbled at Dylan White, I wasn't worried. Not worried, but he wasn't doing anything. I just think it's a very, it's a very uh, slippery slope if you start stopping f- fights. Just because you don't think someone could win, like the chances are they won't win. Yeah. I, look, I'm you're, not saying, I'm not saying the, it's that. You're I'm not saying that's that the reason. I'm saying that the ref is looking at this and he's... It's like when they go into the corner and they say, look, you need to show me something, otherwise I'm taking you out. Okay, I get you know that, I mean? but that's what you forewarning someone there then. For me, I'm not so much blaming the ref. I'm blaming uh, Takam's corner. They've got to know. You know, you look at the Lewis and Joyce fight. Lewis and Joyce fight. Um, what's Lewis's trainer called? George, uh, Don Charles. Don Charles, from about the third round, is saying, "What the fuck are you doing? You're not. You're not listening to what we've been saying." Show me something, otherwise yeah. I'm pulling you out. Yeah, he done it for three or four rounds. Um, then his eyes started getting bad, and he's like, "Listen, can you? How many fingers have I got?" Lewis on my what uh, two. Then Charles sort of looked at his head, his eyes, and then he just changed his mind. He went one, but he had two fingers up. Mm. I was in my head. I'm thinking, as a trainer, do you need to be? What what needs to be done here? You you can tell your your fighters struggling but you can argue that both ways if the, if Takam's trainers knew him and then they decided to carry that and carry on but he's but how he said before the fight he's he's not gonna he's a he's a like a granite chin he's, but there you he's, go then let him finish the fight but he's not fighting this isn't sparring it's irrelevant I don't think so I feel like we're ganging up on you now but I really I completely <laughs> disagree with that sentiment of stopping a fight because you feel that somebody's probably not going to win it no I'm not saying that they stopped the fight I'm saying that the referees I'm not I'm not I'm not yeah I know I'm not having a go at the referee for um, stopping it in the way he did if he's thinking of it on in a certain way so he thinks he's protecting Takam if he thinks he's protecting Takam I think fair enough 
Because from what I was watching as well, I didn't think he was he was doing anything. But when it got stopped, we and know, it was getting, what the fuck was that all about? Yeah, at the time. But then when when you start talking and you start actually realizing what was going on, then you think maybe he should have just been pulled out because he wasn't showing anything to me. That was gonna that was making me think. Yeah, he's gonna knock out Joshua. All right, so he, hasn't, he hasn't shown one. Next big time punch. you're fighting, you need to look at the screen and go, Dave, this one's for you. But he <laughs> he's not going to do that he definitely <laughs> won't do that he won't that's why do we get on this I don't know I don't know what we ended up here we've gone down some dodgy um, talk about yeah so Joshua Wilder then I don't want it who, yeah. who wins for you Joshua so sorry I'll, I'll yeah Joshua see, I'm not sure I'm not that. rating I'm not rating Wilder and I haven't been rating Wilder until I see him fight an actual fight I still think Wilder but I'm like I'm kind of like sure now when I think that I, th- I just pictured Joshua's face you know when he got knocked down by Klitschko and how buzzed he looked and I just think if Wilder hits you with one of them you know you know what you're right so you know that when Klitschko did knock down Joshua and then Klitschko was still cautious trying to land is this the left hook when it really that's when he was trying to land mm. just like jumping into it he would just come and windmill you when, 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 yeah, he, when yeah, he's got yeah. you hurt yeah but at the same time obviously you've got to get him hurt in the first yeah, place at the same time we haven't seen Wilder do, like, have to be in that situation mm, we've, seen him, we've seen him buzzed a few times we have by a lot less um, what quality fighters and Dylan White Dylan White Buzz Joshua he's buzzed still Joshua. dining out on that shit yeah it happens but um, we've also seen Joshua come through adversity well, yeah. Yeah, and like they all love that story like he got up off the canvas he beat him uh, whatever but he, the fact is he's still done it he's yep. still taken a flash punch yep. um, I just, I, I, look I haven't seen enough of Wilder's chin I don't know what he's like he's never really been clocked I mean was it the Spitzka fight when he got hit yeah quite a few times and there we are uh, the, who the, Melina Melina proper wobbled him and I was that's rubbish and it, yeah <laughs> and it, he is and you just think well, hang on. I think it's so funny it's, when you, you just say someone's actually rubbish it's like damn it's just such a childish thing that he's rubbish <laughs> he is he's rubbish and I don't want to see him again yeah uh, just for me I just want to see a good test for Wilder and I thought Severn was going to be another good test but it just didn't turn out he knew me. he had to beat in a Severn from, yeah. from the first fight yeah. it, was a non, it was a non-event for me yeah um, Povetkin would have been a good fight because we know Povetkin's got a chin and he can box and he can punch obviously it didn't happen yeah. Ortiz could have been a good fight we, we, mm-hmm. from what we saw over here I don't think he'd have any trouble looking, taking him out mm, can, I, can I just add on that as well after the two fighters you just named Anthony Juice, Juicier that's good isn't it oh <laughs> Yeah, yeah I want you. I want you. Yeah, but then if the like all oh, saying all the bullshit about um, WBC being the best tested thing, we'll just even bother going if that's if that's the rumor mill. Is it rumor mill? It is yes, rumor mill. Yeah. It's been going around. Well, listen, they might not be able to fight yeah. it, if they, if it, it, if it, if even if UK had a in the next couple of months. Well, this mm. is another great thing as well. Uh, we could My we man. could literally talk for hours about yeah, it. just cut to it. So we've, we've mentioned UK. Yeah, it has to go straight to him, Mr. Fury. Mm-hmm. He has to sue them. 
Yeah. It doesn't matter if they go bust. That's their business. They should have done things properly. If they didn't, I, don't, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of it. So what was it? He he, he didn't fail a test. Was he had high levels? High of levels of. Which then, would suggest something, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously they got stripped. But the license was he got stripped of his license for the cocaine, was it? Yeah. Okay, but say say the cocaine was as a result of him failing or. Not being told he's so yeah. he's got mentally yeah he, he could so have he had the belt right? so yeah I mean look at all the money that Joseph Parker's earned winning the belt defending the belt Joshua winning the IBF okay that would have happened anyway but then all the, of the belts. belts they were all his <laughs> but the IBF would have gone anyway so Joshua would have been a world champion but look at all the money that's been earned by other people in yeah. Fury's absence well I sort of break down today and it, it was something along the lines of Fury earns on average five million pounds per fight mm. but and it's he would have had X amount of fights between then it's the commercial stuff as well. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's different oh, yeah. to it's different to Super because obviously they're the sort of ones where it's difficult to put a price on what it is. Mm. I've been looking for like twenty million, at least twenty million. More. So he's had two years, and he would have had at least he would have thought four fights in that time. Yeah. That's just you know you do loss of earnings and all that, but then you do the the stress Potential that's caused as well, as well. Yeah. Like psychological damage, mental and shit, everything. Giving him what the money, he would have earned. Family through. Yeah. And it's like you know when his reputation. You know, like when your in broadband goes, or you lose your Sky for something, because then you are you ring them up and say, "Well, I want the money back," but then I also want some extra money for the inconvenience of having to ring you and all that. And yeah, not that I've ever done that. So I, I hate moaning. And it, you never get anything either. I don't get anything. I get. Like, they got to pay Anthony Joshua. They ain't giving you anything, mate. <laughs> True. What's that? You want twenty yeah. quid back? No, mate. No, <laughs> no, no, mate. We'll put it on your bill. Mm-hmm. So that'll be interesting now because. I can't really see the fact that the Furies have come out quite strongly about it all today. They're confident. They're, they're, they seem very confident. Hennessy releases another statement. Oh, God. I love it. I didn't realise realize he was still a thing, is he? Oh, he's wow. Just, he's bizarre. Bit harsh, isn't it? it is a little bit, but I, I, I'm surprised. Oh, is he a thing? So, <laughs> with the developments this week. With the developments this Developments this week. Mm-hmm. Does Fury make it back in the ring? Yeah. Please. Yeah. I'm He's not got to we, we all want him to but does he yeah. get back in the ring in 2018 Shannon Briggs yes. that's what I'm saying isn't it really but didn't Briggs fail a drug test this year as well yeah, yeah. oh fucking hell well, that, wasn't that for a vacant something he was going to fight Osquendo wasn't he for the WBA super or regular I don't know how much would it take for you to fight him Dave which one Fury all of them I'd fight Fury I'd, I'd how much would it take for you I to would, fight him I'd take and shitload of money. <laughs> Would you? I'd, just, I'd try and move the stage the fuck away Imagine, from him. Why don't you just try and ask a simple question? Like, I just want yeah. a, I want a figure here. But a genuine figure that he'd give me. I'd, I'd as fight As in him. Dave, as in Dave, or Dave if he was a fighter. Both. Let me fight for a minute. I mean, we're talking like comparative weight classes here, let's be honest. Like, let's. I'd, I'd fight him for 100 grand. Wow! I'm just selling yourself short there. You're gonna get well, knocked spark out. Right? I've had I've had Bro, O and O and O, and you're saying right, Tyson Fury needs a dummy to punch. And you're gonna risk taking a shot that will, like, probably kill you. <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying I'd take one punch. Which, I'd kick um, him, kick him and run, take the money. <laughs> Disqualification. Do Lord Harrison. Just I'm not throwing anything. Just, and I'm not getting. Wait any. till the snot gets banged out of me. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks. Right, well, I liked it at the end of Audley's career where rather than try and fight any, he used to just go over to the corner and just sort of like beckon them in yeah just beckon them <laughs> in and then just sort of crumble down just, it was quite just nice it was quite comfortable it was the wild one wasn't it just, <laughs> just sat down slowly 
Like, just for the sake of each rope as he went down. No, look. I, w- I want to see Fury. I don't want to see him fight Shannon Briggs, eh? He's got to have a fight. Yeah, he can't come back. He's, he's got to have a fight. Place. He's got to have a fight. I get that. Fair enough. The problem is, is that if he never comes back at the same level, which no one really knows what that level was, he dealt with Chisora really comfortably. He played with him. He beat, beat that Klitschko. hammer. He beat Klitschko. Like Klitschko, he didn't. I wouldn't. Even though I'm a massive Fury fan, I wouldn't say like he toyed with Klitschko and all that. He, he just the won hands a scrappy the fight, back, man. Yeah, but he won a scrappy fight. But yeah, but and that wasn't was the, the best right, Klitschko, was it? It was the right game plan. Mm-hmm. If he if he comes back and he's not at that level. Unfortunately, I'm, I'm always just going to assume that it's because of them. UCAD. Fucking that yeah. break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with, hey, if he if he hadn't taken two, three years out, what would he have, what would we have seen? You know, it's, it's I think with hey, it's slightly different, and this is not me just fanboying it here. It is slightly different because had he kept on fighting, I feel he probably would have, his body would be destroyed. Mm. Reckon the time out was probably I mean, a good thing for to him. take two or three he, years out and then come back and then still be picking up <coughs> quite bad injuries. What would have happened okay. in that Fury Hay fight then? Because if, if Fury had won that, Hay would be finished anyway. Yeah, he would have. And I said at the time, I felt Hay would have won it. I was definitely being biased, but because I and even to this point, I still feel that Fury has struggled quite a lot with smaller fighters, smaller, quicker fighters, and he has been put down by them. Mm-hmm. In fairness, mm-hmm. you can't knock him because he's got up and he's Beat he's at beating them. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think someone like Steve Cunningham hits you like David Hay would have hit him at that point. Mm -hmm. Or is this if we're talking four or five years ago? I think if Hay hit you at heavyweight, you know, two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen, you were in for it. Yeah. Well, just ask uh, what was his name? Value of yeah. I watched that the other day. Oh, Granite Head. Yeah. So yeah, but and Monty Barrett. I mean, these (laughs) was. It was it all went wrong for Monty Barrett from the start, <laughs> didn't he tried it? to jump over the top rope. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> but I and again, like I I don't even make any apologies for it. There's certain fighters I absolutely love. Like if I went to a hay fight, I couldn't mm. possibly sit there and do like a commentary job because I'd be fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> if you Come on hey! Yeah. Just recording it, yeah. Um Lost train four. Mm. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. hey. definitely. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, hey. But yeah, that <laughs> that time when he he just turned, he, he like turned to heavyweight. He never turned to heavyweight, but he moved up to heavyweight, and he obviously fought Barrett. Uh, who's the guy with a really flat nose that he and he? I can't think of his Most name. Boxers. No, it was really bad. And then he, hey, he put him down in the first round. Ruiz. Uh, yeah, Ruiz. I remember watching those fights and just thinking, this is. This is like unreal. No one had stopped Ruiz a day, isn't it? That? And it was might have made that up. No, I think you're spot on it. And it was like a one-two in the first round. Then he just he just dropped. You know when someone <laughs> they collapsed downwards. Yeah. Wasn't expecting it straight through the middle. Yeah. And I just remember being so excited at that point. But I do feel that had that have carried on, I mean, you saw the injuries he was getting. Like that we shoulder injury was, was horrendous. Yeah, his career would have been over. And it should have been. He was told at the time that that should be it. You're done. Mm. You can't box anymore. And I can only assume without the with the out the hiatus that that probably would have just it would have come around cool. sooner. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So I feel like we've we've sort of gone back eighteen months to being excited and we've about heavyweights. So there's the same names five heavyweights. Yeah, but because they're all back. But now we've fighting. got new heavyweights in there. We've got Du Dubois and your yeah, Joe Joyce's. 
they'll be mentioned maybe the end of this time next year maybe yeah. if they carry on the way they are they will do but last year we were talking about the Whites and Chisoras and they are not in that equation no. anymore Ooh. no they're not they're not White is being touted around Chisora now after White, last week White is being prostituted around no one thinks he's going to beat Wilder for a no. world title no one thinks he's going to beat Joshua for his title what they're trying to do is cash in on him mm. because he's a name because he he buzzed Joshua two years ago and he beat Chisora I don't think he is a name though but I think he he's a well known name here because Sky have rammed him down everyone's throat yeah. and I think if you send him to America no one cares he was on an American card and no one gave don't get me wrong yeah. if, if you uh, the, that uh, what's his the the massive American Miller. Miller. He's fighting this weekend. Yeah. He's on the. Uh, I'd like to see him against Dylan White. I think that'd be good. I think the build up would be good, but I think they're at a similar level. But what would it be? Winner takes on Wilder, winner takes on Joshua. I just think that Wilder and Joshua now, they're on a collision course with each other, and I don't think there's any need for anyone else be- between those two now. But yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. And that's well, well, watch, the, watch the IFL thing tonight because AJ was talking about. He's at a meeting and he's going to go over to America to sort this out. But from what he's saying, obviously he just calls all the shots. You can just tell by his tone, and especially when Eddie Herm was mentioned, and he's going to be over here. He, he's probably going to have two fights next year, and I don't know. I, I think it probably will be next. Could you? Could you? Yeah, but where did I go after that fight? That's my only thing. Don't worry about that, Dave, man. Uh, well, me, per- me, me personally, I like to see Wilder. Uh, sorry, yeah, sorry, Wilder, White, Miller, Joshua, and have it on the same night. Oh, imagine that! In same night, America. What would be great if we have it on the same night, but one here and one there. Yeah. Oh, I'd hate to see that. I just think they're two rubbish fights. I don't. I think they. I don't think they're rubbish. I don't think it's just what, the I same as what we've I been. Genuinely, I genuinely think that would be Wilder's hardest fight. It won't it's be. Right, but you, it won't you're be just expecting him to win that now. That's what I mean. I don't think there's any need now for them to fight anyone else except each other. I mean, I, think, I don't, I I don't think want to get hyped up for like no, you. No, yeah, you always yeah. go for the end of years being the big fight for well, me. Well, do you know? What? Do you know what? You're sucked into the matroomy sort of thing there. Well, so, yeah, it is only matroomy. Do that. Really. Yeah, we've been told that this is what we need now. And, and this is what he's already said mm. uh, Hearn said that he wants him to fight White so that then it stretches it out so that he can fight Joshua in the summer in their big summer ball yeah. blockbuster and I'm just like okay. I mean okay so, so I mean, just get the fights on a lot of it I think I know that's what Blight every yeah. right now just get the fights on man. if David Hay wins <laughs> and knocks out Bellew in December then he's back in the mix because he he's fights back in Parker the mix and, and takes he, Parker's belt well, well even if yeah I mean if then you expect him to go down that route but then Joshua Wilder fighting then after that there is another fight do you know what I mean yeah. okay and then Audley Harrison probably come back yeah he's in the wings uh, now David Price yeah I think that could be a final eliminator for AJ really Starburst title fruit shoots final final but I mean by yeah. the end of next year we could have had two or five we could have had fights. we could have had Wilder Joshua with I, the winner potentially fighting Hay or Fury I think me putting putting boxing aside in my mind for next year's boxing I would like a build up fight for a pair of them to get me interested in because at the moment I'm not interested in Wilder from that one fight 
Okay, but he, he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't screaming and shouting as much as he is now before that fight. So why has he started doing it now? I, I, I don't get. Uh, for me, right, you knock someone out in the first round. You've done that thirty other times. But you know, um, I can't see Joshua giving up his any of any of his pie. Really, I can't see him saying, "Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll fight Miller," and I'll tell you what. I'll give Wilder and uh, White a bit of money as well to put it on in America and let's go one pay-per-view for all four of us. I can't see that happening. It's not happening. Oh, no, no. I'm saying maybe not in the same night, but... Well, if it's not it's not the same night, then you're going to pay pay-per-view for Joshua Miller. Of course you are. Everyone is. And that's what I'm I mean, saying, but it's just going to be... It's, just, it's no better than... So I mean, it's no deserve. different. There's no need for them to fight anyone else now except each other. The only that's, way that would be pay-per-view if, if all four of them were on it, I'd probably pay, pay for that if, that if them two fights were on... <laughs> Yeah. Wilder, Joshua, Miller, White. All like, against each other, not. No, like, those, those two are the fights. Which brings Wilder, us on to Wilder, our Joshua. last subject that we can spend five minutes on because we're we're going to hit the two hour mark. We've never done that. Boom, boom, okay. boom. Where do you have that fight then? Vegas. Wembley. Why would you have it in Wembley? For Why would you have it in Vegas? Fan. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, sell this. For, for, look. We've had this on Twitter, and I agree with both of you. <laughs> I agree with both of us. No, but I can because Definitely the, splinters there, Dave. The, the more money, the more money generated will be in Vegas. Yeah. Simply because these casinos are gonna are gonna want it. Over you're gonna go there. there. Gonna you're you're not gonna spend a week in Wembley and go down to like the Torch exactly. pub and, and the Americans ain't gonna go come to over the sports here. outlet and all that. And exactly, they're not gonna energize the whole. Wembley yeah. area, you know what I mean. Go down to Whereas JD, you got get a McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> Wembley High Street. Going yeah. to the Shanaki, brilliant. Yeah, no, Wem- Wembley. Wembley is Wembley is a fan thing. Yeah, not a money thing. It is a money thing, but not the sort of money that Vegas generates because the yeah. the hotels with MGM Grand, they'll stick twenty grand on the front row seat. They'll stick. Ten grand for the next five rows, but I, and I get <clears> that. But and they'll do, make their who stadium do you think money. Is paying that that price, you get celebrities. The, 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 the stupid celebrities who just want to be front row. You will get celebrities. That, that you will know they will. They'll you that. know they will. Rich, rich, can't see it personally. Rich Arabs that wanted to let Fury and Klitschko fight on a yacht. Yeah. Well, if they were that bothered, do you mean? And this is what I said when when Sean said that it's um, it's it's all about AJ. I feel if that was the case. This I, would have happened already. I genuinely think it it is all about AJ, but I think he's got to be in America. Like, like AJ won't. He wants to do a fight over there. We, he we, he's yeah, already signed know, a contract to what, say what he's going. From what he said today, I'm not sure, but okay. It's just if it's in Vegas, you're gonna make a lot more money anyway because Vegas will stump we'll up pay the money. Out. Yeah, yeah, because you're will. gonna get probably ten thousand English people at least coming over there, spending four days over there and spending a load of money. Exactly, it's gonna be on at, like, at probably seven or eight o'clock in the evening in Vegas. Which means you're going to get American pay per view at a hundred dollars a pop. Whereas if it's over here, it's going to be on in the afternoon in Vegas. Well, what what would it be? It'll be in the morning in Vegas. No, it'll, it'll be, be afternoon. It'll be fi- eleven o'clock over here yeah. for the East Coast. It's five hours behind us. So over here you're going to we- West yeah. Coast. It's just God knows. You're going to do more pay per views if it's on prime time over there. I just can't. And people can't people over it. here will stay up to watch that. Yeah. Three or four o'clock in the morning. And they'll pay twenty quid, 
because oh, that would be, be more than 20 quid no, that's what I mean so do, do you know what I mean you're, be, then, you're then putting the importance on American fans buying pay-per-view for Anthony Joshua yeah because mm. Deontay Wilder doesn't sell he's yeah. not a pay-per-view fighter yeah. no he's not no he isn't yeah, but over there is a hundred dollars. Over here is twenty. Yeah, but how yeah. many American fans are that deeply interested in Anthony? No, no, but I mean you're going to get the twenty pounds from over here anyway. Yeah, yeah. either way, you're going to get more people paying over here because there's more people. But do you not think you'll get in it? Okay, so we're talking about pay per view. You're going to obviously get more fans buying the pay per view ticket mm-hmm. if the fight is at ten o'clock here rather than at four a.m. I think morning. I think anyone who's going to buy it is going to buy it. I think I, I generally I, I think if I you're if, you, if it's over there you're more likely to pay for the pay-per-view instead of streaming it generally you'd, I, 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 we're trying to have a money conversation we're not talking about illegal revenue here <laughs> no but I'll be, you'll, you'd pay money to watch it you, you know. I don't think you'd apart from the, the gate at Wembley you're, I don't think you're going to lose much money from the TV side of things over here if it's in America you're not but I and over there you're going to gain a lot the gate itself I think people are underestimating just how much that would generate. This is the one where they could, if they put their re- their request in, they can get the the ninety thousand, the hundred thousand, or whatever it is. Yeah, but you have to pay the, for Wembley over the there. The hotel pays you to come to you to them. Yeah, and you have to hire Wembley for the night. They yeah, and yeah, you, you, over here it's a lot of outlay before you start making money. Over there, you literally just have to be there. The wolves pay you the they, stupid. Of course millions. they do, but that. That's not to say that then the, they don't make their money back on what they've got. No, that's what I'm saying. They'll happily pay out then take millions. it out of what they're giving you. They'll happily pay 20, 30 million, knowing that the 10,000 people over there that's flown over there, and especially British fans, let's not forget the, let's say, 8,000 American or local fans that are going to be there that will spend money for that, that long whole weekend. Okay. It's, you know, I can't see a bunch of boys from Arizona coming over to Wembley for no, the long weekend of spending but then to, two, three grand to argue that point right so we've got we're talking that sort of figure where, where the 20 the 30 millions mm. Charles Martin came here mm. boxed in what the O2 yeah and got paid nearly 7 million yeah, yeah. in 18,000 seats yeah if this fight this fight would be way way bigger than that yeah yeah, but this is in Wembley. Mm-hmm. You even have the same ticket structure, the same ticket pricing structure as they have there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's for me. It's very simple. That, that money it just grows and grows and grows and grows. You've got ninety thousand available seats now. The cheapest seat is not going to be forty pounds. I, I honestly think that the purse in America, in in the MGM or the T-Mobile Arena, I think it will generate more than Wembley. I th- I think that. This, this the whole package. I just think that I just think that the hotels would stump up the money. Like I just, I don't think it's a case of AJ earning ten million and Deontay Wilder earning ten. I think it's like twenty million each, like thirty million each. I think it's that big. We we know the fan base and the f- euphoria about boxing over here is is now bigger than America. We know that. We you, you can tell that in just the hype. Um. But let's be honest. When you think of boxing and the big fights. Everyone thinks Vegas, but I, th- I just think that's a very—it's an old school sort no, of thought. It is, it is an old school thought, but that's, that's, there's a reason why Mayweather's not fought anywhere else because he can't get a license anywhere else. Because he can't get a license. Anywhere. Yeah, because of his hands. Because he has the uh, the IV things. <laughs> that was a bad choice there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I'm so glad you did that, and I had the fucking answer already. Wicked. I I, I think um, 
I forgot yeah. what I was going to say. Fuck. <laughs> Alright, so have we just close up on that thought, yeah? No, 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 we're not ending on that. <laughs> oh, man. Win, I win, I win, no, no. I, can't, I, I honestly think if British boxing's on a high, I think that's when Vegas rub its hands together because they know, right, okay, we, if, if we've got a superstar over in Britain and we can get him to Vegas, that's when we really make some money off their fans. Because they'll come, like, you'll get... You'll usually sure. get 10,000, probably 15 or 20,000 I think that you will, but I, as I said, I think that you guys are grossly overestimating the pool of Deontay Wilder. I don't think the pay-per-view over there is going to be anywhere near the numbers that people expect. No, but I think I think what, what happens is the hype. I think when you get 15, 20,000 British people going over to Vegas, all of a sudden it becomes a thing in America, and all of a sudden people are going to want to watch it if it's on at 7 mm. in the evening. Yeah, I kind of get that, but you then look, that, that happened before to the it's got to happen in, in a couple of days. No, no, no. no, no. Well, it, it, you look what happened because they're not going to anticipate the 15,000 people and it become a big event a month be, before it's happened. No, see, this is what I think. You look at the Americans, right? When they get into their sport, they get into their sport. They really do. You look at the World Cup a couple of years ago, America did half decent. And at the beginning of the tournament, they were showing their little parks for the football and there was maybe 100 people. By the end of it, when... Uh, America got through to the group stages there was yeah. hundreds of thousands of people watching these sports alright I'm not saying that's going to happen with um, Joshua and things but once it turns into a America versus Britain um, oh mate can you imagine Eddie, the American, Eddie Hearn is the, good at that sort of stuff yeah, you're not giving credit they'll the American, be doing a multi-scene the American media tour just gonna, yeah exactly all of a sudden you're going to have at media events maybe 5,000 people alright that build up the week before where people will fly out You've, you've been there yourself um, and they see the media days where you get like 15,000 just to s- see them weigh in that, that, the Americans love of, a, they love to get behind s- certain things and if there's a big enough I don't know, hype train and we know what Matchroom and Sky can do let alone what the Americans can do this will be massive and in Vegas and around America it would be ridiculous and I do get your point but I, I can only go back to the point of they've got a world champion who's nearly 40 and 0 mm. and no one gives a shit <laughs> that's all I come back to he's, he's, he's done everything he needs to do over there and mm. nobody cares he can't he fought in his hometown on a double world title a, a double header world title fight and it was half empty oh, yeah. in his hometown yeah, okay, okay, is that because it's not but I just no one cares but do, but he's, do, not, he's not important but do you think that so I don't understand what you're saying then like, do you think that, that if they have it at the MGM the MGM's going to be half empty if he fights AJ do not necessarily do you think no one gives my thing is what I say that I've seen what happens over here with StubHub when it's a 90,000 seat stadium that's going to be like 10 times worse if there's only 17 or 18,000 seats okay so you're going to get an AJ fan go over there spend like a, probably a grand on the flights or whatever get over there and say oh I'm only planning to spend £400 on my ticket but they're £500 I'm not going to bother no of course not and I don't think anyone will be silly enough to go there without a ticket they will <laughs> 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 yeah, a, uh... but my, my thing is I just I don't think like the revenue for the whole thing I'm, I'm trying to not count pay-per-view too much because I, I think people are relying too much on Wilder's pull and I don't think he, he has but that but then does that not have the same effect as if they're fighting over here yeah so then if that's the same case right so then that's when it comes down to gate money 
and there's no stadium in the world for boxing right now that's gonna that's gonna give you a bigger gate than than Wembley. I think the MGM would give you more money. But then I think for that to happen, you're charging people yeah. stupid money. Which in the, America, the, the McGregor Mayweather prices where tickets are like five grand, ten grand. No, I don't think you need to twenty grand. I don't think you need to generate sixty or seventy million on the gate. But if you're generating sort of thirty, forty million, I think that's more than you get at Wembley. I don't think it will be. I, I just think if it's if it's in Vegas. All your all your American celebrities will be there, guaranteed. Like Andy Joshua is probably a because they have to be seen at these. Well, definitely is. Definitely so then, is. So then it doesn't really matter if Wilder's a pool, then does it? Because if if he's a big name, if this is if this is Joshua's debut fight in America, people will want to watch him and see him live. So your average fight, like if you wanted to make forty million at Wembley, your average ticket has to be four hundred and forty-four pounds. Right. Okay. Tell me that wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. The, f- the first, you, you they, they get about maybe three hundred. It's not a four hundred pound ticket for a matchroom fight. Is is a floor seat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's a, there's not that many of them. No, of course not. But I mean, it's, it's not it's not going to be four hundred pound. The cheapest ones are still going to be fifty, sixty. I don't think they would for this fight. I think, I this, think they'd this, be a hundred quid cheapest. I think the back of the stadium. Think, if you're if you're if, if you're thinking it's the, the, the biggest heavyweight. So I mean, the back of the stadium, you're paying a hundred quid plus. I think it's bigger than Joshua Klitschko. If you're sitting on the grass, you're paying. Five, six. People There's are paying four hundred pounds to come and see Joshua fight Takam. Five hundred pounds, six hundred pounds. Exactly, and that was supposed to be Pulev, and he's an even like the pair of them were not a draw. And this, and Eddie's Eddie's got this crowd now to the point where he says to them, Joshua's fighting this boy. He's a bit shit, but you can have a good seat for five hundred quid. And they'll be like, all right. Hmm. Now we can turn around and go. This oh, is the oh, biggest how many fight in that top tier. It's got all to be, what, about time. Forty thousand, thirty thousand. What's what's Wembley? Ninety five thousand. Yeah, Ninety. Ninety thousand. Yeah. I I, so, I I struggle with the idea that there's thirty thousand hundred pound tickets to sell, and they're the cheapest ones. And then you've got to try I and do another I can't see them being any cheaper than sixty quid. That's no what way. I mean. Yeah, I could see them being sixty. But then if the if, then you're looking maybe the floor seats are now instead of being five hundred, they're five grand. Then the front row ones are now 10, 15. Mate, the, the, the floor seats can't be five grand away. No, but not five grand, but I mean, the first to be, block. The first yeah, block. Oh, yeah, yeah, the first bit, yeah. Five, get, five, five, five then up, seven, then ten. Then maybe front rows, you're looking stupid money, and it will be elite 20 grand. Then, fair enough, your money's going to be there, but when you're looking in America. Why, why would you want to concern yourself for to sell 90,000 tickets to make what, what was the, the cheapest, same money? What was the cheapest price you could find for Canelo Golovkin? Uh, on the day, uh, I can't remember, I think it was about $400. $400. Yeah. And that was probably, what, Don't know. average price? That would probably be the cheapest tickets in the place. Like face value. Yeah. Face value, the cheapest ones so are one fifty. If they're doing 400 Let's say I know six thousand seats. Then the rest will start slowly going up. I don't think there's gonna be a difference in too much of a difference in the gate. For me, I think it's all on pay per views. England English people are gonna pay regardless if it's ten, eleven, twelve, five o'clock in the morning. Americans, I can't see them paying hundred dollars to watch this on Saturday morning, sort of Saturday afternoon. I just can't see them paying it for Deontay Wilder full stop. To be honest with you. <clears throat> I they don't wouldn't. think he's got. He's, he hasn't got that pay for more for Joshua. I think they no, would I over there. I think. I, I, I think I, they're only if it's over there, they're gonna do the be, whole publicity thing. I think. 
I think that, I think that I just think the Ameri- what Americans love is a good hype train. They do. Soon as you soon as they get that bandwagon going, it will just snowball and snowball. You look at the Mayweather McGregor thing. We all knew Mayweather was going to dick him. Yeah. All do. Good choice of words. But <laughs> but fucking the build up and the hype train from what yeah. the first media thing was a good month or two before. Yeah. But I think that that's, look how much that generated. It did. But I, again, I think and that was a farce. It's uh, we know that was a farce. I think that's a, a. It's not a great example because Conor McGregor is a US based. Yeah, athlete yeah. he fights in the UFC yeah, yeah, yeah. which is their, is, their, is their thing but as a but as a hype thing like, I mean, yeah, I, I would I, never I have said that was going to generate the money it did oh, no, no, when they first got told listen they knew that that was going to that was ridiculous but I mean, I mean I mean I guess personally I think that Vegas would generate more money but I think it will happen over here I think it will happen over here but I, I don't think it's because it will generate more money I think it's because AJ's the poor and he would rather have it over here Mm. Like you said, the formula works. Yeah, I think he's, he's, he's going to be a sensible guy. If someone says to you, "We're going to double your money to fight in Vegas," he's going to go. But I just don't think that that's an option on the table. The problem is, Lon- London isn't like Vegas. Do you it's, know not, I mean? it's like it's not everything. It's not there. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. So, if AJ could fight at the O2 and generate the same money that he fights at Wembley, I'm sure he'd rather do that because the logistically, it's a lot easier to manage. You're, you've got five times less people to deal with, or whatever. Mm. The fact is, the only way he can make that much money is by fight selling ninety thousand tickets. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. You can't do that in Vegas because there isn't a stadium in Vegas. You no. know, so and it's too hot. But there will be Raiders, like whatever. All right then. Well, we're never going to get to the bottom of that because we all disagree on it, which is a good thing. Mm. Yeah, because we never disagree. I'm going to say that I think Wilder beats Joshua now. I think. I'm just Back completely off. bought into the whole matrim bullshit. Boom. No, do you know what it is? You and I, I don't even know if I am. I don't know if matrim have done that to me. Yeah, they know. have. They mugged you off, but they've mugged you off against Joshua now. It's like when they started telling us when they started telling us that Joseph Parker was is a beast and he's just knocking people. Yeah, we could do this all day. We are definitely over the two hour mark now as well. Right. So, yeah. boys, done. is there anything else we would goodness. like to? Uh, Touch we didn't even speak about this boxing the boxing this weekend uh, for me I'm going to go with Lib Williams I hope Williams does it I really I'm going to go with Williams I'm going to go with Williams Miller and cannot for the life of me remember the third fella who's fighting Josh Taylor Josh Taylor I'll go for a Taylor one. you sure it's Josh oh it is yeah sorry Against Vasquez, we did. We did. We speak did. About that a little we while literally ago. did. Just it was a couple of hours ago now, to be fair. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and Connor Ben. Don't care. Yeah, no, to be honest, neither do I. Don't care. I'm not staying up to watch that. It's going to be a recorded. Oh, Daniel Jacobs, I think. Yeah, Arias. Mm, yeah. Not really interested. No. No, and I think this will be a flop for Matchroom. Yeah. I think the whole. Making yeah, America is just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to get their fingers burnt, I reckon. And then Joshua go and then make it all back. Big time. <coughs> all right, then. We're, we will wrap up. Thanks for joining us today, boys. Thanks to uh, Adam Riley for his time today. Mm. Uh, I'll upload that separately as well, if, if, probably in the next couple of days for people that don't necessarily want to listen to two hours of us talking shit. Yeah. And this is going to take ages to upload anyway, to be honest with you. Mm. 
But thank you for joining us. And do you know what? If you're listening, man, just uh, hit us up on Twitter and Facebook. Let us know where you're listening from. It's great for us to know where people are about. And uh, we'll be back next week. And we'll probably be discussing this weekend's fights. Yeah, probably all the same stuff again. Something, <laughs> yeah, something's going to happen. There'll be a lot of similar <coughs> stuff. So. Okay, then. All right. Thanks very much for your time, guys. Bye. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat your children.